When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Palmerbet on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight-up screamer! Download our app today and enjoy straight-up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same-game multi at Palmerbet. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. Mowers, start your engines. It's the Saturday Morning Mowers Club on SEN with Adam Peacock and Nick Davis. Good morning, mowers. The lunatics are once again in control of the asylum on your Saturday morning. Nick Davis here in the head mowers chair. We're, of course, brought to you by Toro Mowers. Toro's 100% grass-fed mower. Mowers leading the charge as always. And just in the covers, Mm. in the covers this morning, Steve O'Keefe. Good morning. Yeah, good to see you. Good to be here. Nick, yeah. Right I, and early. I had an absolute horrible night last night. What happened? I rolled over. <laughs> <laughs> I rolled, nah, yeah, I rolled, hang on a minute. Hang on. Hang Let's on not get second. the wrong idea here. I rolled over. The dog sleeps in the bed with me and my girlfriend. <laughs> this is not sounding too good, is it, Gibbo? Anyway, I rolled over onto the dog, and the dog has bit my hand this morning. No. Yeah. So imagine sort of like in that half sure dose. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so. So anyway, that's how my morning started. How, how's your morning? Been good. Good. No, good yeah, morning. You're, you're, no, you're no traffic well. this morning. It was all uh, all well and good yeah, to get here holiday. to public holiday. It's mm. public holiday. Mm. Public holiday. We've had a few. Yeah. We've had a few. Rest yeah. in peace. Yeah, the Majesty Queen. the Queen. Oh, did, but did, did you hear about that? Did you? The Queen died. <laughs> yeah. It's only, on the, it's only on the TV for <laughs> 75 think, th- days straight. I think we mentioned it. Yeah. Yeah, last time that yeah. we were on together. Yeah. Last time we were on together. And... Before I welcome in the rest of our listeners, down at, uh, where are you, Deep Long On? Yeah. Oh, I'm still in the um, sheds. <laughs> yeah. Just working on myself. Men. Second drop. <laughs> yeah. Hey, boys, I'm pumped for this show. I, I, yeah. This combination is an award-winning combination. and mm. the, um, the fun According of, to us. Well, yeah. yeah. Mm. Well, I guess the listeners can decide at the end of the day. But the funnest part of the show all happens in the ad break, so I'm pumped for that. Yeah. <laughs> Let Good. me just leave it on. Yeah. Well, I'll try <laughs> to. <laughs> Uh, welcome uh, to our uh, listeners on SEN 1170 in Sydney, SEN 1620 on the Gold Coast, and a special hello to all our listeners on SENQ 693, those listening via the SEN app on the podcast. And we've got here a special shout-out to Nick Harrison, who always listens on the podcast. Thank you for listening wherever you are listening to the Saturday Morning Mowers Club. Let us know where you are, how you're listening to the show. You can have your say, one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. 1170 Give us a call or via text. 0457 736 736 coming up on the show in between the lunacy. Uh, ben Ross, Penrith Panthers, Premiership winner. He will join us in the first, I think, no, in the second hour. Second in hour. The second How's hour his arm? Is <laughs> his arm still good? I don't or? know. I, do I still arm? haven't broached that subject with him, and I'm pretty good mates with Penny. Is it a no-go area? Well, 
Well, we've already gone. We've already gone there. No, no, I don't mean for us. We're definitely going there. I mean, like, in a friendship circle, like, after I've never asked him for an arm wrestle, no. Yeah, okay. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that horrific. With Dell. On the footy show. Oh, that's right. Oh, it was a spiral fracture, wasn't it? The hole just spun out. It was like one of those slinky apples that you <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so you grew up with Benny Ross, right? No, yeah. I met Benny when uh, uh, there was some lunacy going on between Ben and I at the North Cronulla Hotel uh, in both of our playing days. Only so good things happened there. Only good <laughs> things only good happened things. there. Only yeah. good things there. The Prince Nico Hines, he wants to seat at the at the round table there. Nico He's Hines. Dallium might no, get in there. maybe. <laughs> it gets him to the table for a discussion. Yeah. doesn't get him a seat. Yeah, there's a few good ones up. there. Yeah. Todd Carney is on the, on oh, the fruit, so. yeah, yeah. Uh Benny Rossi will join us. We might talk arm wrestling, but we'll talk uh, grand finals 2003. The boys got their reunion today. We'll talk to him. Joel Kane uh, mentioned something to me yesterday. Scott Sattler, and we mentioned mm. about it. Scott, very... Similar storyline. Sats was a lot better player than what I was in general. Well, but grand re- final heroes remembered from yeah. one or yeah. I said to Joel, you say, Do you make four tackles in that grand final? <laughs> just one, there, anyway, just to see where we all sit here in the hierarchy at SEN. I'm pretty sure it was only one tackle, but yeah. anyway. But Joel, how do you reckon they compare? Four go- I'm taking four goals over one yeah. tackle, surely. Yeah. In a prelim. Yeah. Yeah, not even semi. Yeah. Not semi. Oh, yeah, well, that's not even. <laughs> talking about semi. Anyway, we don't get it. No, we're talking we about it because Joel, your four guys. Because Joel, <laughs> I can always send a wee banana. I'm that guy. Uh, and, but you can. Joel brought up a really good point. He goes. Satz's kick chase was horrific. Yeah. Everyone's talking about the tackle and the cover tackle, but he should have been up there yeah, in the front in the line, line anyway. and just making a standard tackle. Yeah. But anyway, his kick chase was horrific. So we'll yeah. talk to Benny Ross about that. Bozzle will come on. Even though Adam's mm. not here, we'll talk uh, all things the round ball game. And back by popular demand, well done, Gibbo. Yeah. The whiz, Gary Freeman, he'll give us plenty well, I hope he's coming on, Nick, because, oh, no. you know, this... Nate Moss. A couple, exactly <laughs> no, right. So. no. Every now and then, you know, I text people to come on and like the host, like yeah, Nick <laughs> yeah. or Sock. Yeah. So, like, yeah. yeah. At eight fifty nine today, where are you, Nick? Yeah, <laughs> who cares, mate? They need him. But like, so you know, you text people to come on during the week. Obviously, I do it on Tuesday, mm. okay, Friday nine pm. You say, oh, mate, do you want to come on the show? And then they just t- type back, all good. Yeah. So you don't know whether or not that's a yes, yes. or a no. no. So we might have Gary yeah. Freeman, but if not, we'll just. I don't know someone yeah. will be out there. So what's he? To. So he's text back all good, all good, and that yeah. could be that could mean anything. But then I say after the all good, just to double check. Oh, okay, well I'll give you a call in the eleven o'clock news break, and then good. no reply yeah. then. So yeah. look, we might speak to him. We Let's just hustle him with phone calls until he picks <laughs> up. About eight, yeah, about, about eight, eight, eight or nine. nine. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Just like your twelve a.m. antics. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, after yeah. Eight <laughs> <laughs> because if they're not going to ring, answer the first fifteen yeah. times, the sixteenth yeah. time, yeah. they'll yeah. definitely pick up. Two o'clock in the morning. But anyway, and of course, the Lord Sir Tristan Melham from topsport.com.au, home of the best multis. He will join us. Score updates. No, uh, no rugby league last night. No rugby league. That all gets saved for Sunday in cricket sock. Yep. What happened in the cricket? Queensland v Tassie. So Tassie, uh, Riley Meredith took Pfeiffer up there at AB Oval. Michelle. So got a bit of, yeah, nice Michelle. They had... Uh, Queensland in all sorts. Lubbershane, Quaja, quite a strong Queensland outfit up there at AB Oval. 
Uh, somehow scrapped to around 150, but um, Ben McDermott into the runs again. Uh, Caleb Jewell the other week hit a hit 100. And a little shout-out to a guy called Benny Menenti, um, who moved from uh, Sydney, which is a big move, yep. I guess, like when you're moving anywhere well, around the States. There's only room for one. Yeah, one, one <laughs> fat, middle-aged, uh, slow left left arm or right arm bowler, and that's mine, Benny. Apologies. No, he moved down to he moved originally to Tassie, and now he's gone to South Australia for an opportunity. And he's started the season off with a man of the match performance, and uh, in the second game in a losing effort, was probably their best player as well. So you know, kudos to those people who want to go out there and challenge themselves and push themselves. Gibbo, you've got. Uh, well, the South Australians, right, they hadn't won a game for a very long time. Yeah. But that, that team that they have, and Jimmy Smith likes to bring this up, Ben Menenti, so New South Wales, yeah. Wes Agar, WA. Yeah, yeah. there's not too much local. Harry Conway, New, New South, South Wales. Wales as well. <laughs> well, we used to say to them that South Australian cricket should just invest their money in Sydney Grey cricket. Because <laughs> that's, that's where they basically yeah. break. And it's like... Half serious because they've only probably got Callum Ferguson, Travis Head, Alex Carey now. I guess a three uh, homegrown. Go, okay. Home, yeah, well, that's three homegrown talented play. But you need eleven you need to 11. play. And if the other eight are from Sydney, <laughs> which it generally is, it's like well, they may as well New spend South a bit of money. Yeah, there's a lot of talent in there in the Victoria on the on the eastern. Coast is where you find all the talent. A bit like the AFL, isn't it? A little bit. Yeah. A little bit. Uh, in basketball, did you catch this last night? Yeah. Beaten well, by China. Beaten by China. In Just. A cra- Just. It was a good game out there. The atmosphere, the the Australian and the Chinese crowds were going absolutely burko for this. Mm. In a seesawing game, the Opals went down by two points to China in the semi final of the FIBA Women's World Cup. Regardless of the result of Saturday's final against China, well, I reckon... So the USA flogged Canada. Flogged them. Yeah, 80 to 40 or something like flogged that. Flogged them. Mm. So I think we got the wrong, right or wrong side of the draw there. I think the best two teams are going to play off in the final. Mm. The Opals will now play Canada for the bronze medal. That is today uh, in golf. The Sanders Farms Championship is on at the moment in Jacksonville. Eight million. The USPGA have opened up the purse strings to try and keep up with the Live Boys. Eight million. And Belgium's Thomas Dietry and Mackenzie Hughes from Canada are joint leaders there. In the NFL yesterday, uh, Maybe an upset, maybe not. The uh, the Cincinnati Bengals last year's Super Bowl runners-up, they were 27, defeated the Miami Dolphins 15. No good there for, <clears throat> pardon me, Tua Tongvailoa. I didn't know if you saw this, Sock. Yeah. Uh, he was hospitalized with concussion. I, his second one, he stumbled last week against the Bills and was left in the game, and there were question marks there on the Miami Staff, whether they should have left him on, oh. and then today, uh, sorry, yesterday, it's pretty clear that he shouldn't have been left <laughs> on after the, 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 the statue that he performed yeah. after being knocked out. That's about it. I mean, we watched the Victor Radley yep. one, and then you watch that, and you're like, wow, those helmets one do nothing because it seemed pretty innocuous, yep. But his head hit the turf pretty hard, but it's pretty clear he shouldn't have been back playing. It should pretty he should have been out of the game last week they against back the injuries and he was swabbling around like <laughs> on his feet <laughs> like Gibbo at one AM. Then you're like, that's, that's not like, a back injury. That's, what that's a head says. injury. That's yeah. what Gibbo says. <laughs> Just my neck. <laughs> to, the, to, the, to the bouncer. Have you heard too much, mate? Yeah. Nah, no, no, back injury. Back. <laughs> Maybe you should use that. And then take the vision and go, look, this yeah. guy's got a back save, injury. Save He's save walking deal. around like I am. Or did you see this weekend, Nick, that the NFL are playing in London. They are. That's a pretty big move. No, they've been doing it a bit. Oh, have they? Yeah, no. They take a few games over there every year, yep. So what I was trying to do there, Nick, I was trying to uh, point you into something, maybe let you 
Okay, so so yeah, so how does that work? So they go out and play a proper round game. Yeah, in proper London. round game. Over they go. And how far is it from New York to London? Across the pond. It's not that far, is it? Oh, it's far enough. But it's far so enough it's from twelve hours. Let's just say. I don't know. Tra- no. So, so they just so if you've, anyone that out yeah. there that's listening that's flying, taken yeah, oh four five yeah. seven seven three six seven three six. How far you got left on your flight? Yeah. Um, eight hours. Eight hours. Well, that's what well, that's nonstop. That's but, fine. But that's west coast, east coast. Yeah. They'd get chartered jets and all the rest of it, wouldn't they? Oh, I'm, sure, I'm sure it'd be yeah. quite comfortable. <laughs> I'm sure the trolley's not yeah. coming along. The defensive linesman sitting in the economy. Just... <laughs> Would you like a cheese and bickies? Yeah, I'll, I'll have the window seat, thanks. Yeah. Would you like a cheese and bickies? <laughs> and in the AFLW uh, last night, two good games. Uh, the first game, Hawthorne were too good for West Coast by three points. And in the first showdown between Port Adelaide and Adelaide at the Adelaide Oval, Port Adelaide were too good there in that game. Uh, sorry, Adelaide were too good in that game. Port having a shot on the siren to kick their first goal and unfortunately couldn't get that done. But Adelaide there flexing their muscles over their crosstown rivals, Port Adelaide in that. And, of course, Bingley, proud sponsors for the AFLW Swans. Bingley, better living every day. How are the Swans going? AFLW? AFLW. Okay. Yeah. Okay. In, on the improve. On the improve. Yeah. Trending up. Trending the narrative upwards. is good. All those sort of thrown out. No, it's good. They got a big game. We'll talk about it later on in the show. Okay. Uh, Sunday against North Melbourne. In right. Melbourne. Heading to Melbourne. Heading to Melbourne. Nah, negative. Negative. Long weekend. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> too much. So, um, Nick, has the team improved much <laughs> since, since you've been there? Absolutely. <laughs> so, well, they're kicking a couple. Yeah, what's the couple of goals? Yeah, yeah. Oh, they're improving. What, what is uh, what's your role at the club at the moment, Nick, with the AFLW side? AFLW, uh, that's a really good question. Um, off field, off field, officer, <laughs> support, support, just yeah. emotional support. Yeah. yeah, just coming in the final quarter and just tell them how to get started. <laughs> there you go. So yeah. I kicked it in there. It's a prelim final against Geelong. I'm just going to put this. Replay up in the background. Yeah. You can just let that sink in. Yeah, the right. So these are the these are the stoppage we're going to go with girls in the forward. So who wants to be me? So you're going to get it. I don't think uh, I've actually shown him there. I've just taken it yeah. to. Uh, sure you have it. <laughs> quick text on the text line, boys. Got up early. Put my bright red Moa shirt on as we are. Have we still got any of them left? Can we give more out? I think we, we do have a new competition. We had to. Oh! <laughs> I can say it. I can there is well, one coming up. There's a competition coming up, and we probably need to chat about how it's going to work. We do. Yeah. Okay. But, yeah, we had – I don't know if you saw – of course you saw Sock, but we had bright red Moe's Club mm. T-shirts. All right, Red. We gave them all away. That's nice of you. We had hats, hat. too. Well, they were the Richie Richardson – the wide brim. Oh, yeah, yeah good. Yeah, I like those. <laughs> well, yeah, the, well, the Richie Richardson used to wear them batting, didn't he? Yeah. Remember he used to walk at the, wear the Greg Chapel, but the wide. The Chapelli. And it was and it was like it was ironed flat. Yeah. It wasn't. They're just so Keith cool. Arthur, didn't he? he? was another yeah. man. Yeah. They were my guys, those yeah. West Indians. I love that. Uh, I put my Moe's shirt on and hat, and the lawn is too wet, so I'm stuck on the Peter couch with the two-year-old jumping over me. Save me, boys. Well, we've got three hours. We're not even now. <laughs> Oh, I don't know what's worse, a two-year-old jumping <laughs> on the couch or listening to our gym. Or getting bitten by the dog this morning. Or getting bitten by the dog. Or getting bitten by the dog. Is that our first segment done and dusted? You happy with that? Yeah, happy with that. How, how do you guys feel about yeah, that good. one? Yeah, no, the first oh, over. It's going to be a 
long two hours and 42 minutes. <laughs> so when's Ben Ross coming up? Let's so have <laughs> 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 <Some> arm wrestle. <laughs> We're off to oh. a break. That's the first segment done and dusted. We'll be back after the break with Lord Sir Tristan Melham from topsport.com.au. Bred with over 100 years of innovation, Toro's mowers are ready to charge through any job. This is the Saturday Morning Mowers Club on SEN with Adam Peacock and Nick Davis. This is the Saturday Morning Mowers. Nick Davis and Steve O'Keefe joining you on this Saturday morning and we are now joined by a man that is, I can promise you, has been waiting to talk to me all week and I have been ducking and dodging him more than I dodged Viliama kick out in the nines over in Perth. But finally, he is caught up with me. I've got nowhere else that I can go. Tristan Melahan from topsport.com.au, home of this top sport betting multis. Gamble responsibly. Go for it. Ah, uh, Dickie, very, very excited to talk to you today. Yeah, I've, I've rung you more than I've rung my wife in the last week, but uh, like my wife, you haven't picked up as well. So it's, uh, it's been, <laughs> it's been uh, good to finally get a chat. And yeah, we've got plenty to talk about. I'm sure the NFL has been a good start to the season. And uh, yeah, unfortunately, a little bit unlucky last Saturday. But how's things, mate? Yeah, it's been a good week. Yeah, the uh, Raiders are on three and the Swans got beat by 80 points in the grand final. So it's been a pretty quiet week for uh, young Nicholas here. What about at topsport.com today, getting ready for the NRL grand final? tomorrow, NRLW and yeah. the NRL. Uh, how many markets have we got up? The boys have been working very, very hard on the final grand final markets. Got 383 up for the uh, the Panthers v the Eels in the main event. So plenty wow. of work gone into getting that up. Uh, the Panthers are very firm favourites. $1.35. The Eels are $3.25. Eight and a half. They've been coming for the Panthers minus the start. So uh, certainly one-way traffic at the moment for Penrith, but yeah, plenty of markets up. The most popular is always the Clive Churchill, where uh, Nathan Cleary has drifted a little bit in the last days. That's $2.90. Dylan Edwards has been the big go, 11 into 7. And then your man, Viliami Kikau, $26. I think he might be a little, mm. little decent play there. A couple of tries there on the edge, maybe. Yeah. What about Yo? What's he paying for Clive Churchill? Yeah, he's always said he's a, obviously the Panthers captain flies under the radar and $10, I think he's a massive chance. If it's if it's a more low-scoring game, I think he'll be right into contention. Yeah. Maybe even someone like Appy Coruscant at $14 as well, uh, playing his last game for the Panthers. What about the other team? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we got, well, can we just throw that in there for, for gigs? What's yeah, Moses I'll, paying I'll, to be... <laughs> Clive Churchill. Yeah, I suppose if uh, lightning strikes twice and Parramatta can get a win in there, $8.50 Mitchell Moses to get the uh, get the result. Uh, Clint Gutherson, $12, mm. and Dylan Brown at 16 Sean Lane's had a really good year. Yeah. He's at $18. Um, again, probably you need a low-scoring game for one of the forwards to get the result, but he's, mm. certainly, uh, he's certainly proven his worth over the last while. And the NRLW? NRLW, uh, we've got a bit of a surprise packet in the grand final. The yeah. Knights and the Eels have been the two uh, most improved teams over the last few months, and the Knights are $1.40 favourites. The Eels only just snuck into the grand final. They had that big upset win against the Roosters last week at $2.90, and 7.5 is the line. So the Knights are very firm favourites, and they've been well-backed. And we've also got the uh, the state championship too, where the Panthers are firm favourites against the North Devils, $1.29 Penrith. Mm-hmm. $3.40 North and 11 and a half is the line. So Penrith expected to get the job done there. Tristan, in regard, we've spoken a lot this week and on a lot of shows and a lot of television shows about the starting time of the NRL grand final. Does that hold any difference in the confidence of punters? Would they, would it be a bigger hold with a punters more confident betting into day games or night games? Does it have any, any, any reference there in regards to your, uh, your books? 
I think it just depends on what's on during the day. Like the the, the night activity on a you know a Friday night and a Saturday night, you probably hold more than a than a Saturday Arvo game. But obviously, you got your races on on a Saturday Arvo, which wouldn't be an issue for the grand final. I think you know the merits of the the night grand final allows you to have the the state championship, which I think is a really good um, you know combination of the sides, particularly the Queensland Cup teams getting to go down there and play on grand final day. Um, helps and also the NRLW. So you, to try to fit those games in on a decent time slot as well, it makes for the the night grand final a little bit more um, ra- the the rationale a little bit more sensible. But yeah, it's um, you know from a betting point of view, I don't think there's a huge difference uh, from a day game or a night game. Let's quickly touch on last week's AFL grand final. Uh, the result there for top so not wasn't a great result for the Sydney Swans or Nicholas here, but uh, uh, top sport uh, Geelong now. Favourites all year, pretty much, and sometimes you can overlook the bleeding obvious, and they were just too good. Yeah, well, I can't actually tell you how we went because we're still trying to result the individual goal scorers for the Geelong uh, side. There were so many of them, <laughs> oh. so we're still trying to get that through, <laughs> through the. Uh, you want to hope that, um, I, I tell you what, you want to hope Parramatta don't score the first try, yeah. or I'm just going to kick off. <laughs> 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 but uh, no, we just snuck our nose in front. 40 plus, as you say, the Cats had been the dominant side all year. Sydney, you know, they, they still had a great season. I think the young kids are going to going to go to another level next year. But yeah, Geelong just too good on the day. And uh, yeah, we just got our nose in front uh, with a 40 plus result because there's obviously a lot of 1 to 39 action on those grand final matches. Patrick Cripps winning the Brownlow, no damage there? No, well, he, he, was, on, he was out of the market for about... Six or twelve hours, he, when he got suspended, and he we uh, we removed him, and then he's come back in. So yeah, the uh, the big money was for Clayton Oliver. He was well backed, and then Lockie Neal. So yeah, got the little split there with uh, with Chris. Which geez, that was an exciting uh, count, wasn't it? It was a uh, uh, really. I think there were six six uh, uh, players in contention at the start of the count, and you know four or five of them were still there deep into the into the count as well. Yeah, it was uh, it was a good one. Is there any any closer to any sort of resolution or being able to have the same markets on the Clive Churchill? Obviously the. Uh, the different voting system makes it very hard. Um, is there any any opportunity that you think that that could happen in the future? On the, on the oh, Dally sorry, M. in the Dally, I'm um, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, not. We 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 didn't offer it this year at all, which is disappointing because I, I think you know one of your biggest betting nights of the year is the Brownlow, and I've got no doubt that you get more eyeballs on the Brownlow on the back of it. There's so many of my friends that are predominantly rugby league supporters that tune into the Brownlow because they've had a few wages, and and I know a lot of Rugby league fans don't even tune into the Daily M, you know, they, it, for, for whatever reason. So I, I just think it'd be great to be able to change that structure a little bit. I, I think to to keep it as secretive as what the AFL does is is a really great thing. Not not just from a punting point of view, but it adds so much extra interest yeah. on the night too. So um, yeah, I'd love to see it somewhere down the line, but at the moment we're still a little bit away from that. Lord, thanks for joining us. We'll talk to you in the third hour. You can go back and keep counting the Geelong goal scorers if you like, and hopefully you finish that by the time we get back to you. Tristan Merlihan from topsport.com today. Thank you very much. We'll talk to you later. Thanks, mate. And stop. Please keep the uh, the multi under control when we come oh, back. Oh, yeah, in, in a couple I was of four from five last week. <laughs> the only one that I missed was, uh, was the horse, wasn't it? I picked the two AFL games, and the two, I had nature wow. strip into Animo. And, you got one and I got four out of five. Do you get? Do you, do you get? Is it? No. Surely you're getting. If you get three legs. No bonus bets no. here, mate. Sorry. Okay. All <laughs> Sorry, right. mate. All right. Hundred to one pot. <laughs> on this boy one. So. All right. We'll keep it to two legs. <laughs> Thank you, Tristan. We're off to the news, and after the news, we'll take a look back at the weekend sport. Welcome back to the Saturday. It is the best stuff in the ads. It is, it is the is absolute it. best yeah. stuff in the ads. Some of your ideas there, sock. We might have like them that. in the weekend okay. review. In the weekend yeah. review. We will go through the Dally M's. Obviously, we'll talk a few things in the NRL. The AFL, some coaching moves, some contracts 
what do you think clauses in contracts are? I'll get your ideas there. Mm. What would be an interesting clause there? Cricket, big bash to introduce DRS. That might get you a few more wickets. Yeah, or take a few or off. Or take a few, few off. off. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Take a few off. Yeah. Also, I want to in your. Uh, I want to pick your brain later right. on about some of the better lunch or tea breaks that you've had. I'm interested because yeah, we need to, This is why we need to have so many breaks here because Socks used to just a tea break and a lunch break yeah. and yeah. drinks break Drinks-break, and sure. all these sort of things. Okay. So we'll talk that. Rugby union, Gibbo's super rugby fixture is out. Yeah. Well, the Wallabies just struggled against the All Blacks. Roger Tuivasa-Shek potentially coming back to the Roosters, hopefully. But, yeah, there's plenty to chat is about. Is he? It's, oh, that's, I'm you... just trying to start that. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah, like, he's... you know how I'm sure, like, some journos or mm. media experts mm. can just sort of say whatever they want sure. and it might come true? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, Roger Tuivasa-Shek, I'm pretty sure, has come back to the Roosters. Yeah, right. So, 50% of the time, you're right every time. Exactly got right. Hey, yeah, you just got to keep throwing it out there. Yeah. And also, I can now confirm... After the Lord has gotten off the phone, we're having a sweep. We are. We're having a sweep. Okay. We're having a grand final sweep. We're having a first try score, score, score a, sweep. a sweep. So that's 34. So we're throwing it out there. We are hoping. Yeah. That we can get 34 it's listeners. 34 listeners. <laughs> <laughs> that's going to be the biggest problem this with this the sweep. biggest challenge. Before people with may eight players or may each. Not be, this may or not be able to enter twice. We don't know. <laughs> yeah. But we will Three let you know during the show. Who knows? Five or six times. <laughs> <laughs> so you're telling you, the listener. <laughs> so we will let you know later on the show to text through 0457 736 736. Your name and sweep. Wait for that. We will let you know. We're off to a break and we'll be back with more. Bred with over 100 years of innovation, Toro's mowers are ready to charge through any job. This is the Saturday Morning Mowers Club on SEN with Adam Peacock and Nick Davis. Let's put a line through the biggest stories of the week with the Mowers Week in Review. Welcome back to the Saturday Morning Mowers. What was that? It sounds like the start of a horror film or something. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I waking up in the morning listening to that. Nick, I now that Adam's not here, I'm thinking we need to get rid of that. The end of the... The, the whole Mowers. <laughs> yeah, no, the whole it's show. a big callback. We need to scrap the whole show. Now that Adam's not here, we need to scrap the whole show. Like last week when we had Julian King and James Magnuson in the chair. How was that? It, oh, it was awesome. It was great. <laughs> uh, but the week in review, yeah. the week in review plays, and at the end there's a little chainsaw, and you know, is it a chainsaw? Really, I think. Or is so. it a blower? A blower. I think it's a, blower. Uh, a chainsaw yeah. blower. That <laughs> very chain- yeah, it's a chainsaw. <laughs> Or is it a blower? Maybe it is a blower. It's one of the little ones. Let's keep just... Okay. Secret sound, boys. <laughs> Secret sound. Got a new segment. <laughs> yeah, new segment, boys. <laughs> oh, anyway. Oh, now we're back to the real actual yeah, segment. Wait, what we... were you actually saying then? Yeah. Yeah, what did I, you want Just you at want the end of the... I feel like we don't need the blower or the chainsaw yeah. at the end it's of that So that was jingle. your point. Okay. That was my point. But well, we'll we have a start meeting the... at 12 o'clock and we'll, we'll nut that out over When we go back on air after the ad break, we can... We'll cut this out. We can cut this out. It's fine. We're not going to live here. But we, uh, we'll start with the NRL. Nico Hines was awarded the Dalian Player of the Year. Uh, polled the most votes on record. Yeah. Agree or disagree? Was he that good? Oh, I think he had a standout year. I don't know whether that plays into the, you know, that's just the year as it was as a total. So who finished second? We had Ben Hunt, who was third. Mm-hmm. Who did he Ted. lead second? Teddy was second. Was Nico Hines a standout player? I think so, wasn't he, in that side? Um, Jimmy was amazing, obviously, at the back end of the, the season and deserved his right. And Ben Hunt signed the two-year deal at 900000 
So St. George have rewarded him for his efforts. Meant to be 35 when he Do you reckon he, 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 he knew how he was going to poll in the Dally M's and thought, oh, I'm not going to sign this contract no. until... Boomtown. So he'll be 35 on 1.8 million for the next two years. He'll probably play 320, 330 games. Um, he takes a bit of a hit. He goes back from 1.1 million back to 900,000. Oh, spewing. Yeah. Yeah, that must be a tough morning for him waking <laughs> up with that, losing 20%. Um, but good on him, eh? That's good. Yeah. Good well, done to, mm. well done to Penn Hunt there. Uh, other awards on the night, Jeremiah Nanai, Rookie of the Year. That yep. was... Tick. Yeah. Tick. Lockie Elias probably up there as well. Had a good season. But Jeremiah, I think, man. was pretty good up there for North mm. Queensland. And amazing. Yeah. I suppose as well, like, it just shows you how well the Cowboys sort of went this year. They had all those young players sort of unheralded. And then mm. this year, Tommy Dins come on leaps and bounds. Murray Taolangi, now Jeremiah Nano, potentially both play for the Kangaroos. Yep. Agreed. And they've got a few other internationals as well, haven't they? They've got uh, – is the Hammer playing for – Yeah, Hammer, I think, Hammer? was selected in Samoan, the Samoan yeah. side. Uh, Peter Hiku, Hiku. who's and playing then, for the New Zealand side. He might get Cotter in the Aussie I'd say so, yeah. And then yeah. Chad Townsend, what do you reckon, Nick? The Chad? The Chad. Is he Scottish, is he? Or? Oh, he's something. <laughs> the Chad. <laughs> the Chad. Yeah. The chart of his home. No, well done to, uh, obviously, Todd Payton, Coach of the Year. So the Cowboys cleaned up. They had plenty in the Team of the Year as well. Fullback, James Tedesco. We're happy with that. Tick. Yep. yep. Tick. Wingers, Joseph Sawali'i and Alex Johnson. Ticks. Yep. Ticks there. Uh, Joseph Manu and Val Holmes in the centres. Ticks there. Cam Munster at 5'8". Yep. Dylan, yep. Yeah, Dylan Brown. What do you reckon? I mean, have a look who's going to play for Australia. Probably pick a Munster and well, Dylan Brown will be playing for New Zealand. Yeah, well, that's that. Mate, it's a good point. Um, good very good point. So they, 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 go, they can actually face off and and, and duke it out. Maybe the final. Imagine yeah. that. Oh. Maybe maybe they can. Maybe Cam Munster can bring his trophy along and just put it on the side and win it. <laughs> Whoever wins, they get the World Cup and they get the trophy. Five eight of the year. Yeah, yeah, they get five one. eight of the year. Yeah. Uh, Nico Hines, obviously at half. A uh, little bit of conjecture here with one of these. I think uh, Joseph Tapane, absolutely. Uh, but a uh, bit of conjecture around Payne Haas. Who would you have preferred there? Know. James Fisher-Harris. Fisher-Harris. Or okay. even, uh, I mean, I think what's helped Parramatta out is these final series. But Junior Barlow and Regan Campbell-Gillard have been enormous. Plaintiff. yeah. And good on the field too. Yeah. <laughs> good. That's good so for So that you. was the bad That's one. good nah, for you. Good. Uh, hooker, yeah. Appy Coruscant. Yeah, he, yeah he, he's been quite good. I guess Harry Grant has been injured yeah, for a fair yeah. bit of the year. But yeah, mm. Appy Coruscant. That's how much they take that into account. Well, that, that was the thing. I think uh, Harry Grant and Appy Coruscant polled the same amount of votes, but there's actually an in, an independent selection committee who vote on this team of the year. So they gave they the nod go. to Appy Coruscant over Harry Grant, which, okay. fair enough. Should it be... Does the Australian select this? But should it be purely on the votes or should it be... Because this is the Luke Brooks one. When he polled so, all those votes and he was halfback of the year. Yeah. So I think, um, I, I believe, and I, I should have got this right because I said the wrong thing two days ago, but I, I think <laughs> the top three are automatically selected in the team mm-hmm. and then everyone after that, every other position in the team is then voted on by an okay. independent panel. But the thing is, it looks like Appy Coruscant probably won't be named in the Australian side. So is it a bit... It's interesting one there that he's now the hooker of the year, but he might not be playing for Australia. No, he'll have Hunt and probably Grant. Harry Grant, yeah. And yeah. then Damien Cook is in and around yeah, the team he's side. He's not going to get picked, is he? No. Unfortunately, I'm a Bunnies fan. No. But you just you got more you, you got, got more, more, more out of Hunt and, and Grant's probably Correct. better than I. Correct. Know. Second row is Viliama Kikau, Jeremiah, Jeremiah Nanai. 
and the lock was Isaiah Yo in the team of the year. Some squads have been coming in for the Rugby League World Cup. The Samoan side, they look pretty strong. Yeah, a lot of Penrith players in that side. Um, I'm pretty interested to see how they go, but it, it's sort of shaping up to be a pretty good World Cup. Uh, mm. The most exciting yet, but yeah, it's good. Good chance for Samoa to show what they can do. I was, <clears throat> it's a tough one because I really wanted to see Murray Talangi and Jeremiah Nana play for the Samoan side to make them stronger, but it looks like they'll be playing for Australia. But Nick, a good mate of yours, yeah. Luke Keary, named in the Island squad. So not only was he born in Ipswich, wanted to play for Queensland <laughs> as a junior, he's got uh, like then a, played for New South Wales. Had a lot of head knocks out, mate, Kez. <laughs> played for Australia too, and now he's off to play for he's Ireland. Island. Wow. There's a bit of brucing. This is a little bit of brucing here to get a message off Kez the other day. Uh, are you free Thursday morning? And I thought, oh, this is golf. Absolutely. Ah. And, I, and <laughs> I said, yeah, mate, I'm free. Thinking, beauty, yeah, the we're, on, we're on the Aussie here. Yeah. Where we go? Yeah. He goes, oh, sweet. Need to go for a kick and a run. I was like, oh. <laughs> and it was solid too. I wasn't ready for it. Jeez, <laughs> that's a bit stiff. He's, stiff. he's left. He's, 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 as I'd say in journalistic terms, he's buried the lead there, hasn't he? He's just come in soft with the, let's <laughs> hey, say, hey, mate, what are you doing? Let's hang out. Hey, mate, great to catch up. I thought this is a golf game for sure. Because he gets on at the odds and I thought, here we go. Yeah, stop watching cones. I'm doing 80-meter shuttles and kicking bombs. I was so flat. I don't want to ask the harsh questions Yes, but from the Roosters' perspective, yeah, he's obviously had his battles with concussion. Mm. Is it smart for Luke Keery to play for Ireland when, look, let's be honest, their team is probably not one of the main contenders in the World Cup? Is it smart for him to go and play over yeah, the World Cup? I think it's good. Um, anytime you can represent someone and go to a World Cup, I think he'll be. Well, I remember a few years ago when they started, and it was um, who's the big fella up at uh, at North Queensland. Yeah, you know, so a few years ago in the last World Cup, when a few players broke ranks and did decided not to play for Australia, Tom Lola. Yeah, yeah, Tom Lola. So went away and were the pioneers, I guess, in yep. that sense. And now you're seeing players like Suolihi. Sorry, if I get that incorrect, but you know, forfeiting. Yeah, business class flights, forfeiting. <laughs> Forfeiting, you know, they're going to have oh, call, a call from Mal Meninga. Let, let, let me be clear here. Let me be clear here. Yeah, he's doing well for Joseph himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Suali'i will yeah. be at the pointy end of the plane yeah. no matter where he flies from yeah, now on shout. in his life. Good shout. All right, so I'm trying to maybe under overdo the underselling of what these players have to go through, but they will be sacrificing on yeah. some extent match fees, yep. um, playing to, to represent their country. And I think, you know, Luke here is doing the same for Ireland. Will they ever be power? Who knows? But at least he's you know, he's drawn a line in the sand and said, I want to support my nation of birth. Or I like it. You know, I, I, I'm a fan of it. Yeah, it's essentially it's a long way around going about saying that. And you had that choice as well in your career. I did, yeah, career. yeah. Was it Malaysia or I was, born, I was born in Malaysia. <laughs> so, <laughs> I made, so a tough, you... made a really tough decision. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> why, did you, why did you go back to – is there a uh, – you know, they say, opening you know, bat, for, for, opening me, bowl, for me, money, there on the table, for me money isn't everything, but it's right up there with oxygen. And <laughs> I, went, uh, I could really support my home nation and country, but then. You sound like you're a loose golfer. I got $9,000 a season to play at New South Wales, and then I just ran for it like a moth into a life. <laughs> <laughs> To live going, oh, it's the opportunity to just play 54 holes and I get to play in shorts. Yeah. No, mate. No, just come out and say it. No, live golf. I'm getting 140. <laughs> I'm going to buy a yacht and start my own film clip. Yeah. Because I can play a shotgun start. No, mate, it's not. <laughs> Let's be clear. Let's it's be clear. Moving on, AFL. Brad Scott has named, he's been named head coach of the Essendon Football Club. Uh, was an interesting move. Uh, Kevin Cheney's mm. come out and, and blasted, uh, and blasted what, what, him off. How do you see this? So oh, ha- oh. Run us through this. So Brad Scott's coached at North Melbourne he for has? nine and a half years, yeah. then gone into a, 
AFL AFL role, yep. And back. So now back to coaching. Do you endorse this move? Are you more Kevin uh, Sheedy or are you more? I, I, I couldn't, couldn't have been. It couldn't have been James Hurd. Right. It couldn't have been. It, based on his based history. Based on the, the history. Yeah, yeah, okay. Couldn't have been. Yeah. It's like running into an ex-girlfriend down and going. Yeah, and you realise uh, why like, you oh, broke up in the first absolutely. place wasn't ideal. Okay. No, it, so, so Brad Scott, I think um, his coaching style, his personality would be good for the club. Uh, he's got a lot of work to do. Obviously, when you go in there, there seems to be a lot of different factions of that, of well, the Essendon Footy Club. Uh, the off to a good start. He's off to the a good board, start. A member of the board buffooed him already. <laughs> he's left. What's he's, that, what about that? Welcome, mate. Well, you weren't my first pick. Oh, thanks. <laughs> Where the coaches coming out saying, all we need to do is, you know, we need we, unity. We, need we all need to be on one page. If we're walking in the same direction, let's just keep on going to the board. And, Kev, goes, and Kev's gone. I didn't want you at all, mate. Cheers. We've lied so to, to the, we've lied to the club. <laughs> yeah, any good there. And everyone's going, just must be, he's left the mothership of the AFL to go and coach Essendon. Oh, anyway. Yeah, is that so? That's Is that the pits in AFL is going uh, to Essendon? Haven't done oh, anything since, no, what, 2000? They're a well-supported club. They're a well-sponsored club. Um, but yeah. they've got a little bit of work to do off the field. Their list is not too bad. Uh, Mick Malthouse <laughs> tipped them to win the premiership last year, at the start of the year. So uh, where did they finish this year? Way down the bottom. Not even close nah, to the eight. No, nah, no, nah, no. Nah, yeah, because nah. I listened to the, their the, president, but, who was like, "Oh, we just need sustained success." Sustained success. I'm like these guys just writ. Do they? Is there a CEO book? It has to be. They just there's comes a manual. Out with there's his, a manual. When in trouble, coach. In, in, if in trouble, break glass and get the book out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I read here. Yeah, oh, we yeah. just need to, to galvanise and yeah, use yeah. all the big words. Yeah, and unity yeah. and clarity in role. Yeah. And you're like, that producers oh, can cut up and yeah. use in little and, things. Oh, anyway. Anyway. I'd be a great head coach. Collingwood yeah. have locked up Jordan Degoe along with... They've locked Sid- him up. They've locked him <laughs> up. <laughs> that's in his, that's <laughs> the clause in his contract. <laughs> Jordan Degoe is agreed to, uh, to a contract uh, and he'll be locked up. When he's not at training, he'll be in shackles. <laughs> <Locked> <laughs> He'll be driven to and from training. Like the first pioneers coming on the first fleet, just off with the iron shackles, and he'll be out there chopping wood in rural Tassie, and then he get the goal kick of footy, and then back the chopping wood. Okay. And he'll be back on the highway picking up, <laughs> picking up rubbish. In the chain gang. In the yeah. chain gang. That's good news for Jordan DeGoey and Collingwood. They've come to it. What would be in what would be in your contract? <laughs> what, would be, what, would be, what would be what would be a clause in your contract? I think I'd be in breach of it signing it. <laughs> I'd take a deep breath out and the, the the alcohol from the other the night would just burn the paper in front of me that I was trying to sign, so which would have you, the alcohol clause. Just as you're about to, that's a stiff just, start. Come on, mate. Don't, just, don't make this about me. Just as you're about to <laughs> yeah, you put it back on him. This, we could rename today's show the Saturday morning behavioural clause. <laughs> just as you're about to sign it, say so I've already been paid. For this right, just as you're about to strike, pen just to as paper. I was about to sign it, I I I realised that my fines d- double my contract, so I'm, like, I'm not even sure it's why I signed. If I don't sign this, do I have to pay the fines? Because I'm not actually in breach of anything if I don't sign this contract. <laughs> I signed it, I'm in debt already. So well done there to Collingwood. Uh, Tom Papley signed a five-year contract extension at the Sydney Swans. So he's well a, done. He's there. a gun, isn't he? Was he gun. the best and fairest? Did he? No, win Callum Mills won the best and fairest. Okay. Chad Warner was second. James Rowe bottom third in the Sydney. This one's best and first. So young guns there. So Tom Papley with a five-year extension. Cricket, the big bash to introduce DRS. A good thing or a bad thing? Is it going to take wickets yeah, off you, my uh, man? No, yeah, I, I think it's a good thing because the umpires are under so much pressure in the game and they want to get the right decisions. And at times, under pressure, you get the you get the um, you know you see the replay and you see some howls. So it's a good thing. But what it does is slow the game down, and the game just goes far too long at the moment. Yeah, big bash. You start at seven, you finish at ten. Kids aren't getting home until twelve, so they've got to shorten the game up. 
if bringing in DRS is only going to make it slower. They've scrapped the the one point big bash boost point. Yep, which was a bit of a gimmick. Um, so look, I think it's on the improve with DRS. However, it is going to slow the game down monumentally, and I think that's when we disengage from the the fans. So um, we'll see how it goes. Uh, and we're also we're heading into the uh, our defence of the World Cup. How are we looking there? Good, yeah, I think pretty good. Um, you know, for a horse, you'd say you know you've you've placed in your last couple of barrier trials. Did okay in India. Um, the guys who are in that squad, there's a lot of depth because there's a few injured fast bowlers. But Australia at home, we're you know like in the 2015 World Cup, we're hard to beat. Yep. And then beating in the winning the 2020 World Cup away from home has got to galvanise, if we're going to use that word, the troops. Galvanise the troops for the World Cup. Sustained success. So I think we're looking at some sustained success for the Aussie team. And quickly, a one-word answer before we go to the break. Mancat, yes or no? Yes. (laughs) We're off to a break. We're off to a break. (laughs) Bred with over 100 years of innovation, Toro's mowers are ready to charge through any job. This is the Saturday Morning Mowers Club on SEN with Adam Peacock and Nick Davis. This is the Saturday Morning Mowers Club, Nick Davis and Steve O'Keefe and Nathan Gibbons joining you on your Saturday morning brought to you by Toro Mowers. Toro's 100% grass-fed mowers lead the charge. NRL Grand Final, NRLW Grand Final on Sunday. Thanks to Harvey Norman, Millie Boyle will lead the Newcastle Knights against the Parramatta Eels at 4 o'clock on Grand Final Day out there at Accor Stadium. And Parramatta will look to do the NRLW and NRLW first time ever mm. at Harvey Norman. You get bonus local delivery on selected Australian-made mattresses when you spend over a thousand dollars. Now at Harvey Norman, that's not correct. Nine hundred nine hundred ninety dollars. I didn't want to say that. Yeah, it's a dollar. Imagine if they did that. And, and, <laughs> yeah. and they go, "Where's my free delivery?" <laughs> Nick said a thousand. Sorry, sorry. Yeah. sorry mate. Sorry. You, you, yeah, you didn't you spend did. enough. Yeah, yeah, dollar too much. So if you spend nine hundred ninety-nine dollars at Harvey Norman, you will get bonus local delivery. So get on there. That'll be if you if you it's just want nice, It's a big deal getting. A free delivery. Does Have it get you, you across the line? To, I once had to do Does it myself. free delivery get you across the line for things? No, I usually go, I tried to do it once and change over my dryer, which was wall mounted. Yeah. And I was like, I can do this. I can do this. I'm a big rooster. So I took it off the wall, like dropped it, did my back, then had to pay someone <laughs> to and didn't have a dryer. It was in the thing. It was an absolute shocker. And then you had to pay someone to come out, which was like 300 bucks. I'd already ordered. I had the other one in the boot of the car, so then I had to get the guys who which I dropped to get the one out of the car. It was just an absolute. So well, spend the thousand bucks. If you spend nine hundred ninety-nine dollars now, at Harvey Norman, you'll get bonus yeah. local delivery Don't on selected Australian-made mm. mattresses when you spend over nine hundred ninety-nine dollars at Harvey Norman. So do that mm. if you want to watch the grand final in comfort. On the mattress, mattress that's <laughs> <laughs> Maybe get delivered. a TV in there as that's well. Delivered. Get a TV. Yeah. That'll get you over the thousand. <laughs> That'll get you over the thousand. Maybe a laptop too or we'll headphones. Back. We'll be back in the second hour. Coming up in the second hour. Yeah, nah. 10.20, the whole of Lake Macquarie. They love. Yeah, nah. Over there. 10.20. Get set for 10.20. Yeah, nah. What happened? 2003 Premiership winner Ben Ross. He will join us. And also Mark Boza Bosnich. He'll join us in the second hour. Can't be worse than that. (laughs) How long we got left? Oh, it's two hours. Yeah. (laughs) That's a lunch break. We're off to lunch. Don't forget the sweep either. Where do we got four people? So you got eight players. We haven't said sweep yet. So Uh, these people are gone early, but we'll let you know. We'll be back after the break. 
bred with over 100 years of innovation. Toro's mowers are ready to charge through any job. Welcome to the Saturday Morning Mowers Club on SEN with Adam Peacock and Nick Davis. Welcome back to the... Sec- it is the best stuff in the ad breaks. So I keep saying it and... Mm. It's no good for the listeners, but anyway, it is the best stuff. And we're obviously brought to you by Toro Mowers. Toro's 100% grass-fed mowers lead the charge. And topsport.com.au, home of the best multis. And Sock, this man here, we're talking about Shire and Northies royalty and who would sit at the royal table at Northies. This so man. Oh, since this, you're the chairman and since CEO I'm, yeah, and yeah, president. Yeah. Of the, yeah, he gets his Yeah, he gets this man would be... Pretty much right hand man. Yeah, be pretty much hand the, of the king. <laughs> be just Good. right next to me, right. this man. But in all seriousness, he's a 2003 premiership winner at the Penrith Panthers. And we're watching this game now whilst we're doing the radio. We're at 52 minutes, and we just want to know if we need to keep watching to see if this man Ben Ross does anything <laughs> in the last 20 minutes. Benny Ross, thanks for joining us, man. <laughs> Good morning, guys. How you doing? Good, cool, uh, mate. It's normally better than what I speak to you on some Saturday mornings or Sunday mornings back in the day, mate. Well, you've got me. You've got me just in time. Actually, we've got our old boys reunion, the 03 Grand Final reunion at one o'clock today. So, um, yeah, I won't be in any condition to be speaking for probably the next twenty. Sats hours. is about to make his tackle. He's made his tackle. Sats on the replay. Ken and Joel Kane made a really good point. I don't know. Where's Reese Wester coming from? There, it looks like he's in a different postcode. <laughs> like, is he covering but, it all? I don't know if this was brought up in any sort of review, or whatever. But Sats's kick chase to start off was very poor, Ben. Yeah, it was. But, you know, what we talk about, and I love bagging stats here, but one other guy who does listen to the program is Luke Lewis. How did he miss that tackle? Groover. You see the tackle? Oh, that's a shirt no grab. About it. Yeah, oh. and it's just like, oh, my God. You, you could have cost us a grand final. It's, 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 I know he's a Clive Churchill medal winner in Sokranola, but um, mate, I always give it to him about that. He could have cost us that grand final. Oh, and look at his chase back too, Groover. Yeah. Look, the next time we yeah. see him down just, at, just time we see him down the Esplanade, we'll make sure we <laughs> give it to him, Benny. But 2003, <laughs> yeah. must bring back really good memories, mate. You said you've got the reunion today. Uh, good memories after a grand final win. Yeah, it is. It is. And um, obviously, in most footy boys you talk to, it's a, it's a dream to win a grand final. And for me... It was extra special. I was a Penrith supporter as a kid, uh, even coming from Queensland. They were just my team, and it was the reason I chose to go to Penrith um, on a reduced contract. It was just to have that opportunity to play with Penrith and hopefully one day win a grand final. So for me, it's extra special that, yeah, I, I got that dream, that dream to come true. And, um, yeah, moving on from there, it's scared. Yeah, every day I live, live it and breathe it. Lucky for you, you were able to make up that difference at the Sharks, mate. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Take the low-hanging fruit. So, oh, it is. No, and um, yeah, no, all grateful for my time at Cronulla. But yeah, going back to the Panthers, it was probably uh, the highlight of my career, definitely. I I went out. To, I grew up in Richmond, so I mean, it was either you're a Penrith or a Paris supporter. But since I was a bit of a blind from Melbourne, I went for the Bunnies because of my old man. So I used to go out to Penrith Park around that time in my high school years. Uh, with my mate. So Penrith would be as close to my heart as a second. Um, but I remember this team very well. Reese Wesser, Luke Lewis, Paul Fadawira, um, Gerds, obviously, Luke Rooney, Preston Campbell, Craig Gower, and the list goes on. How how much do you stay in contact with those guys, um, you know, 20 years on? Is, do you form a special bond or is it, you know, once you finish your sort of playing days, that's it, and this would be the first time that you would have seen or spoken to a lot of these guys? Yeah, no, so uh, thankfully social media helps a lot with that and we all catch up. We're all on a group chat together and have a bit of a chin uh, wag every so often. But, um, yeah, I suppose you have your, your close-knit uh, group there, obviously after winning a grand final and stay in contact as much as we can. But uh, you're going through those list of names and 
it's funny when we won the grand final those names were unheard of they were all new mm. young fellas that had never really played first grade but then <clears throat> going through that you have a look at it and I think every single person that you mentioned played representative football yep. in some shape or form, whether it's Origin for Australia, New Zealand, whatever it may be. But that whole team, from a list of unknowns, went on to be bigger and better because of this opportunity. Anything from the grand final week? And grand final day and reunions that you go to, the actual grand final is just a small part. You probably don't even really talk about the grand final. Sats will talk about his tackle, obviously. Uh, but um, but it's about the year and, and what happened sort of during the week and what happened after the grand final that you, do you speak about much. What uh, There are many stories that you're looking forward to uh, reminiscing about. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's one of those times that... It, you you did so much, and as you you'd know that you you put in the hard work throughout the year, and they're the stories that you remember. That there were the ups and the downs, and and the bonding sessions, and so forth. And a lot of Satsy's terrible stories from week to week. We'll all <laughs> all talk about that. And <clears throat> I know uh, for some reason that the Gordon Tallis punch up will come up with one of the boys for sure, and yeah. you know, things like that. But they all they all have a bit of fun, and uh, obviously it's um, a bit of dribble. And by the end of the night, I, I know Satsy will be reminiscing about his tackle and trying to do it on someone but <laughs> <laughs> but, it, but it's just one of those things that um yeah just being able to catch up with guys that you've shared such a special moment with is probably the best thing about it, is that you you realize that you're very lucky to, to have done what we did and um and to and to be together again what is it nearly 20 years later so 20 year reunion next year which will be fantastic for us but um yeah, just it's great to see the boys. You get to double up. How good is that? Mm. Uh, this year's Panther side. I know that your young fella is a big Panthers fan. Um, how impressive have they been? Uh, any similarities to this side, or they're they're pretty <laughs> unique, aren't they? Yeah, they are unique, and that's probably the thing you look at. And it's um, obviously three years in a row being in the grand final, winning one, and then potentially going back to back is it's something special for those guys. But it's it is quite concerning, is that. It reminds me of the Roosters side that we played back in those days where they'd been in two or three grand finals, yeah. the pinnacle of the, the competition. And then you've got the likes of a Parramatta coming in and looking at it. They've got nothing to lose. I think I heard Brad Arthur talking before and saying that the players are just concentrating on themselves. They've, they've literally, they're there. They've, they've earned the right to be in the grand final. And when you turn up on the day, it is anyone's game. It doesn't matter how many games you won throughout the year or what your previous performance was last week. It is what what you're doing this week and how you turn up for that 80 minutes. No, I agree. So with in that. saying that, how are you seeing this one playing out? If you're gonna, you know, we're chatting to you on Monday. How are you seeing this play out? Are you seeing the underdog yeah. tag with Para being the the difference, or are you just seeing Penrith far too good? Yeah, and, and that's probably the, the thing I'm, I'm just looking at here across the Shire, and it's not raining at the moment. And never rains down there, mate. You know that. <laughs> <laughs> God's country, but, absolutely. But it is. If it, if it if it does dry up and and it's a faster track, I feel that it's going to be quite a close game. That's the thing. Parramatta, um, they obviously they want to spread the ball and be able to move it around as much as they can and quickly. But if it does rain and there's a bit of sprinkle and that kind of thing around, I believe that Panthers will actually dominate all across the park. They're a strong and, uh, I suppose, clinical team in regards to they know what to do. They, they just complete their sets. They grind teams out, as you would have seen against South last week. That The first half, they blew out a few cobwebs. They came into that second half and just mm. put it, the gear down. Just They dropped the pedal and, and they went away with it. And I think that's what Penrith can do in the wet. They've got, yeah, as I say, they've got a big forward pack. Like their forward pack is something I would have loved to have played in. So you've got your James Fisher-Harris, your Villamari Kikau, all those boys 
that can just bust someone up. And it's quite exciting that the physical nature, but also the skill that the team have is just um, something you don't see these days in the NRL. Uh, just a quick one on the Parramatta side. Your thoughts on Nathan Brown being selected on the bench? Uh, how much do you think he'll play? <laughs> it's a it's a big impact role. Yeah, I I think I've said this to a few of the boys. He reminds me of the Mick Crocker of the 2000s. <laughs> So he's, he drinks he's a lot. One of those. <laughs> he's he drinks a lot. <laughs> Good chance getting sin bin New Zealand. <laughs> well, and yeah, and that's and that's exactly what I keep saying is that he's going to go out and he's there to make a difference. He's there to throw in that impact for five, ten, fifteen minutes. He'll go out and he'll terrorise Nathan Cleary. Um, he'll probably do something stupid and take him out. And <laughs> but there, there's some of the things you, you look at a Nathan Brown. He will change the game in some shape or form. And I suppose that's probably what Brad Arthur's thinking. If I can get that fella out there to go out and hurt someone or physically just put them off their game, and then the other boys can come on and then finish them off. And I think it's a good selection piece. I think that I rate him as a player. I know that he's got a lot of petrol in the tank. I really think he can make a difference. Now, Benny, this is there's some big things in sports. It's the first delivery of a big test match. Yep. The centre bounce <clears throat> of an AFL grand final. Yeah, Benny, the, mate, the first hit-up, you're standing on the back fence for the first hit-up of a game, especially a grand final. <laughs> What are the thoughts going through the big fellas' minds? They're going, oh, the kickoff's coming my side. Yeah. Fisher-Harris. Fisher-Harris. Any of the boys there, you're standing on the back fence. What's the thoughts going through their mind? You're excited. You, as a front row, all you want to know is that the halfback's going to catch that ball. And, they don't kick it. <laughs> and all the halfback's worried about is you catch catching the ball. <laughs> <laughs> so, as long as I don't have to catch that thing on the full. Say you know, no, so you'd rather just take it off the halfback and run into a full forward pack of blokes ready to rip your head off than just sit underneath uh, and catch it. There's nothing better than getting mm. smacked the first run of the, of the game. You know that you're in for the battle then, and that's, you talk to any front row, they and you talk to a Marty Lang, and he's one oh, of the best oh, ones. He iconic. used to fight you. Oh, he used to fight for the tap. He'd go, oh, let me have it. I want to get bashed. I just want to. I don't oh. want to get hurt myself. And mate, he was ruthless. And these are the things that I know. I'm getting all tingle thinking about, it, and how good it was to be one of those forwards who could take the hit up off a, off a kickoff because you knew that you had seven or eight blows coming down in a brick wall, ready mm. to ap- knock the absolute crap out of you. And and if you could get over the top of them or Lucky enough to pick out the hooker hiding somewhere. Then <laughs> <laughs> Tricks of the trade. Yeah. I love that. I love that. Let's get your predictions on the game, Benny. Uh, who do you think is going to win? Um, I've got two, two different things. So obviously, if it rains, I, I think Penrith will win by at least eighteen. At least eighteen. But if it dries up and, and it's a fast track, I think the game will be really close. I think I've got to say Penrith by four. But it's one of those things you talk about a subtler tackle, tackle that changes the game. I feel that there's someone in the Parramatta team that can really stand up at the moment. That's Mitchell Moses. If he stands up and actually has a blonde and he's got no pressure on him this week. He had his baby born and the death of, I think it was his mother in the beginning of the week or a family member. Just all those pressures he had, they're now all gone. I feel that he's someone who can really change the grand final and, and grab it with two hands and really make, make that difference. So, yeah, it, I think it'll, honestly, I think it'll be a lot closer than what we expect. Clive Churchill medalist. Oh, that's a hard one. Um, if I had to be a betting man, I would say Nathan Cleary. Nathan, oh, you Everyone really go out on a limb, buddy. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's well, why you're not a betting oh, man. Pay <laughs> <laughs> that $2.20. Yeah, it's great insight. Thanks. You know, I would love it if, if Appy Curacao does start. I don't know what they're thinking at the moment, but Appy needs to start. He, You saw him come in last week and he changed that game. As soon as he came on, the pace picked up. If he starts, 
I'd pick him as Clive Churchill. Luke Prittis. Luke Prittis won it in your grand final, didn't he? He was yeah. did he win yeah. the Churchill medalist, playing at yeah. ninety. Set a couple. Yeah, up, he did. I, I don't know how. I don't know how. He's probably <laughs> <watched it. laughs> I'll be listening. <laughs> I'll be playing. Uh, <laughs> I'll say that today. No, he, um, no, we laugh about it. I think he, he set up two and scored one himself. And but the two that he set up, we think that he got concussed and went the wrong way. And uh, <laughs> wrong way, but always say it to him. But yeah, no, it, it, the hooker can really change the game, and that's why I see Appy could be potentially that guy. Never let the truth get in the way of a good story. Uh, ben Ross, <laughs> enjoy your grand final reunion today. Enjoy grand final day tomorrow. Uh, if I run into you somewhere, I'll, I'll pick you up, mate. I'll look after you. No worries. But uh, thanks, Benny Ross, thanks for joining us on the Saturday Morning Mowers. Appreciate it, guys, and I'll speak to you soon. Ben Ross there, 2003 Premiership winner at the Penrith Panthers. We are off to a break. And after the break, we've got a few people already texting in for the sweep, which is great. But we will announce it shortly when to officially do it but those people you can be in already but after the break we'll be back with yeah nah. so get your text in 0457 736 736 with your yeah nahs. bread with over 100 years of innovation toro's mowers are ready to charge through any job this is the saturday morning mowers club on sen with adam peacock and nick davis it's time for yeah no nah. yeah no nah. nah, yeah no nah, yeah no nah. It is that time of the week. It's time for yeah, no, everyone's favourite part of the show. The, the people fast forward the podcast to twenty past ten. Absolutely, yeah, no, <laughs> yeah. everyone. This is it. That's what everyone t- tunes in to listen to. Uh, we've we've got a few. Mm. We've got a few. Who wants to? Should I kick it off? Yeah, well, yeah. Well, well, it's it's t twenty. It's a t twenty. I'm over first ball of the season. Yeah, bowl the easy. Everyone thinks it's the hardest. It's the easiest over in the game. Is the first one. That's why I want it. Like the hit up in football. You know, they want it. It's the easiest hit up. Listen to Benny Ross. But uh, tackles banned, competitive game. Go on, here, off to a shot. <laughs> I remember my Tyler, first. I remember reading whoa, my first words. Well, year eight was the toughest six years of my life. Here we go. <laughs> tackles banned, competitive games can't. Biggest junior league shakeup in decades. So the article goes on. Essentially, under tens, footy won't even be scored. Um, I don't mind the tackles being banned, as in you want kids to be introduced to it. But I'm like scoring, really. You know, as a ten year old, that if you, you, if, if you're a pants. loser. Yeah, <laughs> if you're a loser, what was if it like? Yeah, what yeah. Was, what's well, it like being a ten-year-old? I think the loser? West Tigers might have to take up these new rules. <laughs> to go to say the competitive games of the West Tigers next year will be canned. <laughs> no like, it's scoring. just no, no scoring. No scoring. We walk off and we judge ourselves one out of yeah. ten. We'll just have to. We'll just have to score. We'll, we'll score it on a television, but at live games there'll be no scoreboard. Yeah. So yeah, nah to the scoring. Yeah, nah, nah, yeah, nah, yeah, nah. <laughs> yeah, I don't mind that. My this first <laughs> one's a low-hanging fruit. Yeah, okay. Optus. Oh, I got the email. Oh, isn't that? Shocking. Yeah, nah. So all those deposits into topsport.com.au, Tristan, they were fraudulent, so if you could just reverse it back into <laughs> Yeah, look, not my fault. That's it someone wasn't else. me. Someone hacked me. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> someone hacked me. But, so, but what it just took no no um, accountability there from what? Like, as if I oh, were being hacked. It's not, it's just don't email. Just, just going to change your passport, license, Medicare, credit card. Just go and change it Because it's all. easy at the moment. Yeah, because <laughs> you don't, you're not working 40 hours a week and yeah. don't have time. Just go and change your passport over. It only takes... You know, three six months. to seven weeks. Yeah, to what get is that, that like, Sock? 40 hours a week, mate? What is yeah, that? Yeah, I don't know. I, mean, oh, like I don't know. Same as the country's going through a recession. I wouldn't know. <laughs> People are doing it tough. Right, oh, lettuce, me... Lettuces are expensive? I don't hey, know. Fuel excise? What? All this mainstream stuff? Yeah. I've got well, one. Give me got one. I've got one for you, boys. Happened last night. Um, was down at a local bowling club and we 
got amongst the meat raffle. And they looked, they looked, it was a good meat raffle. There was about, I think there was 10 different ones. So you got your pick of the choice. But concerning thing was, the same guy won eight out of 10 meat raffles. <laughs> eight out of 10. So, and like this guy, it he smells was a very, of riggery. Well, he, oh. this was a definitely a bowling club type operator. He had, <laughs> he had the Elvis Presley popped collar, but he was wearing a polo shirt. He had like his walking boots and yep. the shorts. Yep. He had he had he was bald essentially, mm. but had a goatee. <laughs> and so like you know after the so first first one he rocks he wins the first one and it's just like oh okay well, well, well done to that guy know. like his outfit there you go then couple times. He's won again. He's won again. He's won again. Was there a protest at all? Were no, not just, well because... Was there, did the crowd become raucous? He, he didn't win, like, consecutively. It was someone else sort of came up and then he came up, so yeah. it didn't quite look like it. But no, everyone was just like, Do you reckon sweet. he goes from bolo to bolo in that kitten outfit and just, just stealing He's meat a, trays? Stealing meat. Well, he got some eggs as well. Yeah, <laughs> so massive, yeah. Now, oh, look, I've, it's going to be an investigation. Was it computer-generated numbers? Was it computer-generated well, numbers? Well, talking about the Optus, Optus hackers, hack, yeah. oh, I think what's going He's on here it. is he was involved. <laughs> he was rigging the meat raffle at the Harbord Bolo last night, so it's a big... Yeah, no, no, yeah, no, yeah, no. What was the standard, like, number? Is it 20 bucks? Is that the... Uh, so if you got 20 bucks, you got an extra $10 free. Yeah, so, so that's he... what it is. So let's let's just assume you've invested 20. Mm. You've invested yeah. 20, okay? Yeah. And you're getting... And you're getting how many meat trays? How many do you win? Eight. And what's about, on a what's on a decent yeah. meat tray these days? Like what's a, what's a, steaks? Like a meat tray is worth. Oh, so what? there were steaks, there were sausages. <laughs> I didn't get <laughs> eggs <laughs> from, from what I saw from him walking. I didn't see any, yeah. but from the guy walking past at one eight, it looked like. So, but when do you then what you donate mean? back? Well, when do you yeah. go? Okay, I've got my twenty bucks worth here. I've won two. The third one comes up. You're like, nah, redraw. At what at what meat tray number do you redraw? I wouldn't be read. Well, I would. I'd just be selling it then. I'd be going around. <laughs> back to the back I'd to be the selling club. It back. I'd say, look, it's worth twenty. I'll sell it back to you. Uh, Thirty bucks. <laughs> <laughs> Clear my tab. <laughs> How many scooters can hold, hold them to ranch? How many scooters can I have? Individual steaks, individual sausages. <laughs> <laughs> How many scooters oh, can I have for this My nan used to, uh, this reminds me, my nan was in a caravan park out at Yamina, and I used to go up there every Christmas, and these kids used to go around in their ute selling uh, raffle tickets for a few cases of beer. So there'd be five of them in the back of the ute, they'd do the little <laughs> loops up and down, they'd, they'd pull out probably three or four hundred bucks, and then you'd find them in the bushes probably three hours later drinking the three <laughs> cases or so. They'd, they'd fleece everyone and said, oh, my mate Der- Derek has won over here. And just fleece the whole thing out. So they cottoned on pretty early, but not a bad business idea. Very, very good. Mm. Okay. Really my next one, I've got another one. I've got another one. I'll save my best one to last. I always like to do that. Why? I don't know why in the first place, but why do we continually, because it makes the line very, very long at the airport, why do we continually have to, why do you have to take your laptop out of your bag at the airport security? Electronics, yeah. I don't know. Like, why? Well, I mean... Yeah, like surely we we can we we can yeah, we've look come at a long way. rivers on Mars. Surely there yeah. can be someone that can see there's nothing in my computer, computer that, that's, that's gonna, gonna. Yeah, I don't know. Look, I I find that whole thing really <sighs> just. I think the older you get, the more confusing I get with it all. Like you know, you've sort of done it a million you're times. You're trying to and work like, out. Do I need a spare tray for my 
thingo, and then you're getting patted down, you're getting felt up the whole way through here, and you just walk. And in, then you of, go back and do it again. You're in the <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. Oh no, you missed a spot there, mate. Oh, is that, is that my metal belt there down the front of my pants? Yeah, sorry, guys. Yeah, well, I'll have to check that one out. No, I, I, I agree with you. You'd think that there would be a smarter There's system in be place a better system. than having to get your computers out separate trays, aerosols, aerosols. So for the security systems at the airports? Yeah, nah. You got any more? Um, oh, while well, we're on the aviation business, um, <laughs> I was reading the paper the other day. Uh, this is a big yeah from Qantas. So one of their 787 Etihad-operated Qantas flights uh, had duct tape all over the wings. And then they came out and justified <laughs> it by saying it was speed tape, speed tape in inverted commas, saying that they used duct tape to cover <laughs> cover up some of the cracks in the paint, and I'm like, oh. yeah, no, nah. no, nah, yeah, no, nah, yeah, no. Nah. No, that's a no to Qantas. That's like the the Look tape up. on the edge of your cricket bat. Where you're yeah, like, nah, yeah, it's a, yeah, just, no, yeah, that's, that's just where you've been yeah, hitting yeah, it, holding mate. it together. <laughs> yeah, can't afford a new one. Try and hit in, try and hit <laughs> one in the middle, can you? That'd be nice. That would be nice. Uh, my last one, my last one, and this is, it's dawned upon me, and now that my 13 year old daughter is obviously getting older and eats more, but the packet pasta, you know, the Latina pasta. Mm. And it says it serves four. Yeah. It doesn't serve four, mate. It doesn't serve four. Four jockeys. Four jockeys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Four. It's and we went the four human-sized people. Four it, anything. It does a four-year-old. what? Yeah, four. four what? <laughs> yeah, serves a four. Please define <laughs> four, four exactly. Latina four, pasta. Yeah. Four what? <laughs> Yeah, no, nah, no, nah, yeah, no, nah, yeah, Serves nah. four. And oh. we went garlic, because I'm a garlic bread. I'm a heavy, yeah, yeah, I'm a heavy yeah. garlic bread. Well, you know Nicholas what you're getting there. Garlic. You can't hide the garlic in the garlic bread, because that's all nah. there, you isn't can it? See that's that. a package. But, you know, like, they do it with Nutri-Grain as well. When you, there was a thing there, you're getting ripped <laughs> off the with the Nutri-Grain box of Nutri-Grain. or the chips. Yep. And I'll take it one step further. Uh, ladies on a night out wearing the high heels. <laughs> oh, God, didn't know where you were going like to go that Well, I'm like, well, you know, imagine if I went out and had a pair of boots on that just had the heels up, you know, another sort of three to four inches and, you know, you know I'm five foot eight or something. Imagine, you know, I was pretending I'm six foot two, just out there blatantly cheating, <laughs> then got home, took my shoes off. And then I just just just, 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 just yeah, the shrunk in the morning. Hang on a minute, I've been ripped off here. He told me you were six two, and now you're five six. This is this is a disgrace. So yeah, I think it's everywhere. Yeah, I'm doesn't with that. Stop. I'm with that. But yeah, mm. Latina pasta. It doesn't serve. It doesn't never, serve. It's never been serving for. It doesn't serve for. Yeah. It doesn't serve for. We've got one here. Is that on the text line there? Kids, kids sport. Eels scoring, mode. which is ridiculous. Free kids sports, which non-scoring, which is ridiculous. I recall back years ago. At my son's under eight soccer, the age coordinator made a little speech at the team's allocation day. Uh, what's that? Allocation day that it's an all-in, an all-inclusive game and scores wouldn't be kept. A little, so a little freckle king parked up and said, your kid and lady, I'm telling you, we're yeah, keeping, keeping score. score. <laughs> <laughs> that kid's a winner. He's a winner. <laughs> that, yeah, he went on to, yeah, he's, he's playing halfback for Penrith today, Mitchell Pierce. <laughs> knows how to get it done. I'm with you. Yeah, I'm with it. Welcome back to the Saturday Morning Mowers Club, brought to you by Toro. 100% grass-fed mowers leading the way, as per usual. And topsport.com.au. And this man, it's a big weekend. It's always a big weekend for this man. Uh, but Mark Bozza Bosnici joins us on the line now. You're a massive para fan, Bozza. Happy grand final yeah, weekend. Good. good morning, Nick. Good morning, Sock. How are you? 
Mate, good. we're good. We got rid of that other Palooka peacock, and it's just me and Sock. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you've done that. You once again, you got rid of the best player, and now you're going to get beaten in the grand final. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Boz, I'll send you yeah. a YouTube clip. Thanks I'll for your chat, you. mate. Thanks, yeah. for, thanks for joining Thanks, us, Boz. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for having us. <laughs> but uh, NR round grand final is not the only grand final this weekend. The Australia Cup grand final. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Massive weekend for sport for Western Sydney, you have to say. Like you just mentioned, obviously, tomorrow we'll get on to that um, uh, Parramatta Eels take on the Penrith Panthers. But tonight at Tom Bank Stadium in Parramatta, uh, MacArthur Bulls will take on Sydney United. Um, it's it's going to be a, a massive game. And it's a, it's a great story. Sydney United is the first uh, NPL team, part-time team, to reach the final. Uh, and they've done an absolutely fantastic job. And, and the MacArthur, um, yes, I've got to admit I am by it bias rather uh, my, one of my best friends and best man at the wedding Dwight York uh, in his first job as a manager has gotten them to the final um, in, in really good style so it's, it's going to be a cracking clash um, Bozer it's a big week of footy I mean you're covering the SBS World Cup you'll be a part of the coverage team yep. there at the SBS team how do you see the Aussies yep. getting through the World Cup stage we're going to need probably what well, four points you reckon to get yeah. through to the well, well yeah well look look, look this, this is the bottom line is this right I thought that Graham Arnold and his boys performed a miracle by qualifying that was an outstanding result against mm. Peru uh, in the in the UAE and they really have got nothing to lose in this group um, and, and I think that actually gives them half a chance um, because I think Graham and his boys have shown especially with their game against Brazil uh, against Peru rather um, that in the underdog situation, um, that that they that they thrive on that. Um, and you talk about points. Well, you know, let's look at the time they did qualify in 2006 for the knockout stages. They got the same amount of points in 2006 that they did in 2010. The difference yeah. being in 2010 they got walloped in that first game. Mm. That first game is going to be so important because there's goal difference, not head to head, which determines which teams go through. So um, they're playing the reigning champions in the first game. Reigning champions haven't got the greatest of records. Um, going into the, the, the following World Cup into the opening game. But uh, look, France are an exceptional side. They could put out two teams and still go very close, those A and B teams, to winning the World Cup. But um, like I said, half a chance. You never know. You, you really do never know. Bozer, is our squad pretty much set there uh, for the World Cup? Do you think there's there's many changes to come? I think probably, I don't know, probably the, the, the main call would be would be settled. I mean, he's only got a month and a little bit. Yeah. Uh, he had these two games against New Zealand to look at everyone. There'll, there'll probably be still some places up for grabs. Um, a player who's playing tonight for MacArthur, Daniel Arzani, I think that, uh, he's one that should be taking a serious look at because he's one player that can unlock uh, any defence uh, on his day in the world. Um, so there'll be ones like that. Um, that young boy, Garang Qual, who's just gone to Newcastle as well. Um, although he he's um, you know he was in the squad just now as well, it's always good to have one young player, even if it's just for the experience, uh, to go through. And a lot will depend as well on on how the, the the players who are playing everywhere around the world how they fare from now to the to the naming of the squad in terms of injuries, uh, in terms of form, and whether or not they're playing. I think Graham Arnold's made it very clear that he wants uh, people who are in the squad who are playing that that would be first preference. Fozzie, you mentioned Garen Quoll there. Look, as well, it's very exciting for him to be able to to go over yeah. to uh, to Newcastle. But it's it's just another shame for the A League to not be able to have these young stars playing in the A League for a, for a long period of time. Well, oh, yes and no. I, I can understand where you're coming from, but like uh, from the no perspective, is that I do, you know there's 209 nations that play football around the world. So that's 209 competitions. 
Uh, out of those 209 competitions, you, you would say four definitely. So the German League, Italian, Spanish and English, and then maybe the French League as well. They're the top, that's where every player around the world, including players from Brazil, Argentina, they all gravitate towards. So the rest of the leagues in their own, in their own way, you know, when the players get to a certain level and they perform excellently, they, they're going to want to go to those leagues. It's just like a basketballer uh, who want to play in the NBA mm. Um, it's just like a Nick. It's just like to say an Irish Gaelic footballer who yep. looks down upon the AFL as you know as the competition in the world. He wants to come down here, rugby league player in England. I want to test myself against the best in the NRL competition. Exactly the same thing. So um, you know the most important thing is uh, that number one, obviously, we keep producing the players um, that the clubs here get as much as they possibly can for them because that's that's a really good thing for them. And then they come back and play for Australia and elevate Australia as high as they possibly can go on the world stage. Uh, Bozza, thoughts on Ange, our mate Ange over there at Celtic, his future there. Yeah. Do you see him potentially um, looking after or caretaking or managing a Premier League team down the line at all? I, I, I do. I do eventually. But I think he's still got a lot to do at Celtic. He was down here to promote um, the, the, the Super Cup competition that's going to go on just before the World Cup. Uh, with Everton, Celtic, uh, Western Sydney Wanderers in Sydney. So I went down to see him to see how he was and to congratulate him on how fantastic uh, he's doing. Uh, he, he'll pick up, as well as all the other European teams, the Champions League competitions this week. Um, and, uh, and and they, they need some points right now in that Champions League. But his achievement that he's, that he's, uh, that he's done with Celtic over the first season to win the league and to win the, uh, the League Cup as well. And, and the style of football they play has is, is, is really been phenomenal. But I truly get the feeling, and I think it's better for him, that he needs to you know, stay there. He knows that he'll be pretty much guaranteed Champions League football every season, um, and he can rack up his trophy cabinet. Uh, and the, the, the time will come um, for, for him um, when he'll have an opportunity uh, to, to go to a club in one of those big leagues. Bozart, the EPL returns this week uh, following the, the international break. Some big... Clashes, some derbies coming up, the North London derby this week and also yeah. the Manchester derby. Yeah, two, two of the biggest derbies in the world. Uh, can't wait for them. Uh, be very interesting to see both of them, obviously. But um, uh, from the Manchester point of view, uh, Eric Ten Hag uh, from Manchester United has really turned them around after a poor start. And Manchester City are just a juggernaut. Um, you know, they've, they've just been absolutely outstanding. All they do is just keep raising the bar. I don't know how he keeps doing it, Peg Guardiola, but he does it. But it's, it'll be a big test for, for both sides. And in North London, these are two teams that, you know, I wouldn't say, I'll, with the exception of their supporters at the start of the season, not a lot of them were looking and sort of saying, oh, you know, they could win the title. The majority of people were saying it's either going to be Liverpool or Manchester City. Well, they are two teams uh, early early doors, if you like, in, in the start of the season, especially Arsenal, who have shown that they can. Um, all those teams that you just mentioned as well will be playing in Europe uh, later in the week. Um, and Manchester United and Arsenal will be in the Europa League, and obviously City um, and Spurs will be playing in the Champions League as well. So that's always interesting. And, and in our game, when it's that international week, it's like sort of throwing the chips in the air because sometimes players come back with little niggles or yeah. they're upset at something that happened on you know on the international. So it's always good. It's like a it's like a little sort of mini refresh, a, a restart. So it's a, there's a lot of intense football that's going to go on between now and basically the second week in November. A lot of football is going to be played. And obviously, with the passing of the Queen, there was a lot of games that were postponed as well. So it's going to be very interesting to see um, what teams and uh, which squads, most importantly, are going to be able to deal with everything. Absolutely, Boz, are important time in the EPL. It's also important on yeah. Sunday afternoon. You are a Parramatta Eels fan. 
Uh, confidence levels, Bozza? Uh Well, I'm quietly confident. I know they're underdogs, uh, but this is a one-off game. Um, yep. And, you know, mm. the, the Eels have beaten them twice um, this season out of three games. So, um, and a little bit coming back to what I was saying about Sydney United in the uh, Australia Cup final against MacArthur, in my opinion, the Eels have got nothing to lose. I know it's been a long time, I think 36 years now, since their last grand final victory against the Canterbury Bulldogs way back in 1986 uh, when I was a little uh, little boy and fell in love with the Eels when they won those four premierships out of six. Um, but uh, I, I really think, like I said, they've got nothing to lose. I mean, Penrith are, are another, you know, when I was talking about Manchester City, they're a bit of a juggernaut. I mean, last week, I mean, Parramatta were brilliant, in my opinion, to, to win that game against North Queensland. Yeah. Because there were so many times during that game, I was thinking, oh, gosh, this is going to be difficult. But they hung in there and they stayed in the fight. And that's dangerous when you... You know that, Nick, and Sock, when you come against teams in any sport, they just won't give up. Mm. But uh, Penrith, I mean, they scored, I think it was 32 points in about 42 minutes or something like that. And they, they play at such intensity mm. uh, that when they get on a roll, and the fact that they didn't panic when they were 12-0 down to the Rabbitohs, uh, that really, really impressed me. Um, and, and the type of rugby league they play, I always used to say to some of my rugby league friends, I think you need a team like, you know, we had Barcelona, say, 10 years ago, you know, that really changed the face of football. You need a team like that in rugby league to sort of really make it attractive. And I think Ivan Cleary has done that with Penrith. Um, it was a re- they play a really attractive style of rugby league. It's, it's Like I said, it's really intense and it's really attacking. Uh, and, and their defence is very sound as well. But for me, their best form of defence is attack. And when they get on a roll, they're very difficult to stop. But like I said, a one-off game. Um, yeah. This is not over the season. Everything else goes out the window. And as we know, on a one-off game, anything can happen. Bozzer, it's a beautiful time of year. You've got the soccer on. It's grand final weekend. How will you be spending it, mate? Well, tonight, I got off to, like I said, to Combat Stadium um, to watch MacArthur mm-hmm. versus uh, Sydney United. They'll be going there with, with, with all the family. There'll be a big crowd out there because um, the Australian-Croatian community have also got their, their annual, um, after sort of absence of COVID, they've got their Australian-Croatian tournament, which they have in every part of Australia every year. So this year, uh, ironically, it's, uh, it's fallen on this weekend and it's in Sydney. So you've got Australian-Croatians from all over Australia uh, who have uh, descended upon Sydney and a lot of them are coming to the game They're tonight. sensible people. Uh, they don't, yeah, they, 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 they don't, they don't get a real, really excited, the Australian-Croatians, do they, Bozza? No. They, 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 they've got their gala night as well. So a lot of people are, are, are desperate for them to put up screens because they've bought their tickets for about 700 people for this gala night, but they want screens up <laughs> as, as the gala night's going on as well. So I'll be going. Then obviously, like I said to you, my, my best mate Dwight is uh, his first major final as a manager, so uh, going there. And then tomorrow, um, look, I, 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 we're tossing up whether or not to go out to ACOR to watch it on TV because it's so late with the kids. Because the kids are coming uh, tonight. Um, there is a public holiday on Monday, I guess, as well. But we'll make that call close. Either way, I'll, I'll either be watching it, at, uh, watching it on, on TV, on Channel 9, or, or I'll, I'll be out at the ground as well. So it's a great weekend this weekend. Bozza, it certainly is. Thanks for joining us. As always, mate, we are looking forward to seeing you Pleasure. on the World Cup, the coverage on the SBS of the World Cup. Have a good weekend. Can't wait for that. Good luck can't to Paris. Not, not far away. Yeah, can't wait for that World Cup. Not far away at all. We, we'll, we'll be seeing everyone. I'm looking forward to it, mate. You enjoy your weekend. Mark Bosnich, thank Thanks. you for joining Thanks. us on the Saturday Morning Mowers Club. We're off to the break, and after a break, we'll get through some of your texts. Bred with over 100 years of innovation, Toro's mowers are ready to charge through any job. This is the Saturday Morning Mowers Club on SEN with Adam Peacock and Nick Davis. Welcome back to the Saturday Morning Mowers Club. Nick Davis and Steve O'Keefe and Gibbo as well. 
this morning here, back from the little drinks break. How's yeah. your drinks break? It was good, actually. Yeah, quite refreshing. A zesty little pick-me-up. <laughs> Bit of a uh, few bubbles in it. You bubbles and I'll let your imagination it. do the rest. <laughs> <laughs> soda water, Was it mate. just off? Yeah, it's, just, yeah, it's... it's unfiltered sock, is it? Yeah, the, gonna boss, get, uh, the boss soda water. Hot takes from yeah. Sock now? Yeah, how long we got left? Yeah. Uh, who's we'll counting? See, we'll see. We'll who's see. We've got plenty of time. We'll get through a few texts here on the text. I'm Rooster Man. Yeah, nah. Grand final at night. I'm pissed by the time it starts. Then I have to watch the replay the next day. Chris <laughs> the man, the that, that can actually happen. Yeah. Uh, there you go. Gents, I was departing from Gold Coast Airport twice in four days. First time, no computers out. Second time, computers out. They don't even know what they're doing. Yeah. Absolutely. It's I, not. Yeah, that's that's not a good sign. That's when not you, a good sign no. at all. And you'd like to think tra- uh, uh, planes are a little bit more idiot proof than, well, you know, a computer going in there being that disruptive. So. Well, it's it's like. It's really an honesty uh, uh, who, policy. Uh, it's yeah. honesty. Who, who honestly puts their phone, exactly phone on right. flight mode anymore? Put your hand up, 0457 736 yeah. As if you text and you're buzzing, your vibrations is going to bring a, a 787 <laughs> down. Oh, God, he's the guy in the guy <laughs> oh, no, business. He's, 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 he's on Tinder again. We're going through turbulence. Who sits here on a flight and you're going through turbulence? You're like, someone's on the phone. He swipe right again. Oh, God, I've just seen the plane bank. We just... Yeah, anyway. you know, 0457 yeah. No one puts their phone on flight mode anymore, do they? No. It, everyone yeah, goes it's redundant. Everyone it's a useless goes a feature. It's a useless feature. Yeah, yeah. It stops you from getting annoyed during the day. Speaking of, oh, that's the other NR. Forgot about that. Mm. No more isolation for COVID. That's a good thing, isn't it? Mate, I've had COVID that many times. Have you? Thing, oh, mate, for things that I haven't wanted to do. So like, how many if times? I if I haven't wanted, no, I've had it once, but I've had it for numerous amounts of things and people like 50 times. I don't understand what I you're saying. I spread it out. Well, if I don't want to come out and hang out with you, I said, man, I've got COVID. I'm going to oh, isolate. Oh, right. Okay. So you've, you've already had it. Okay. <laughs> I've missed yeah, it a yeah. Lot. So you've missed Now you don't. So you now can't you don't use have that to. excuse. The excuse is gone. Oh, I've got COVID. I've got to stay at home. Yeah. Which, which, bugger. Which, yeah. Back to the but, but oldest that, of excuses. Your excuse there, Nico, yeah. that rules you out for seven days. So just say, Luke Keery, he, he says, okay, yeah, let's go for a kick. Sorry, mate, I've got COVID. But tomorrow he calls you up and says, I've just got us to go on at the Australian. Last day. No, yesterday was my last day. Oh, yesterday was your last day. Well, <laughs> the, gravy, the gravy train of COVID is gone, boys. It was the best. It was every. Yeah. It, was it, oh. the, it was the best. It was, it was not ideal. Free, it was, free it money was, for was, those people who, that was who, the who best. missed out on their job. But I was fine. You know, yeah. I still got my one day a week at SEN. And <laughs> 220 bucks. Hey, 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 free this week, yeah, Sock. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. I, like, the, the COVID was all. I mean, look, it was. COVID shit. was awesome. It sucks awesome. for a lot of people. It sucks for a lot of people. But I mean, oh. the gravy train was awesome. Mm. The NRL got shut down. That was my job. I was working on the NRL. Got yep. shut down for six months. Yep. All of a sudden, turn on the TV one day. I think it was ScoMo, whoever whoever the prime minister was at the time, comes <laughs> yeah. out and says, "Oh, we're giving everyone free money." Really? <laughs> Wonder why I let us cost seven bucks. But no, it was a, over Christmas. It was horrendous playing professional sport oh, because we had yeah. we were in lockdowns. And you couldn't see your family summer, eight weeks over Christmas. It would have sucked as well because the Big Bash has sort of been on a little bit of a decline, ratings-wise, crowd-wise. And Cricket Australia needed a big year for the Big Bash and last year. Then there were players sort of playing for the same team in the same competition. It was was almost like they'd wound back the clock to the 70s and (laughs) 80s days of rugby league where, you know, you'd have a chippy coming in on the weekend who'd just turn up and roll the arm out over on the weekend. And there were stories of school teachers and whatnot. What, what about this year, though, Sock? It, it, surely, if there was a year for it to go back up, it has to be this year. I agree. It? Yeah, I think they've they've I think they've cooked the cooked the golden goose, haven't they? Overdone yeah. it a bit, so they've got to find that happy medium that keeps the crowd happy, mm. that keeps people engaged, and keeps the games 
with a bit of context. 14 games may be all right. I'm hearing there's big big changes in the breeze Ooh. next season. I oh. don't know what they are. Maybe Ooh. I do know what they are. We can't oh. say. I think Everyone's got a to bowl shift. off three steps. That's the that's yeah. No Every more long run ups. No more long run ups to does, make the game honestly, quicker. It's just a joke. Do you think? Do you look at cricketers as a prof, actual professional athlete and go, they are just absolute bludgers. Those blokes, particularly Trent myself, Copeland. but getting fatter, run ups getting shorter, darts. Do you liken us more to darts as an athlete no. as opposed to genuine no. athletes? No. no, I was. A, I was just like I was a cricketer as a kid. I was a keeper. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. I was a keeper. Yeah, you're a bludger. Yeah, I was an Wood. absolute bludger. Mark He's Wood. a tank. He's an athlete. Yeah, I mean, Raheem Cornwall, Mark Cosgrove, Mark Cosgrove. Mark Cosgrove. We could go through and pick our best athletic <laughs> so cricket, cricket, cricket <laughs> team. Booney. They could have Jimmy Smith in there. Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy Smith. Smith. <laughs> We're talking proper, yeah, proper cricketers. On. Proper cricketers. Not just bullies. Yeah. Proper cricketers. Uh, another text here. Mars, we've got some tips. Davo, Sock, and Gibbo. My tips for today. Get your pens out. Treat these as scratchings, potentially, as uh, Adam would say. Race five, number one, Sydney. Race six, number five at Sydney. And race eight, number nine. They are all decent odds and will go better than the truck stop overnight quiz in the wee hours of Friday morning. Touchy subject. Touchy subject. You want an actual break? Break. Bred with over 100 years of innovation, Toro's mowers are ready to charge through any job. This is the Saturday Morning Mowers Club on SEN with Adam Peacock and Nick Davis. Welcome back to the Saturday Morning Mowers Club. Remember the NRLW Grand Final on this Sunday. Thanks to Harvey Norman, the kickoff is at 4pm. A new champion will be crowned in the NRLW on Sunday when Newcastle and Parramatta contest for the 2022 title after... Both teams failed to make the finals last season, so a big turnaround for both of them. Last week, Parramatta downing the undefeated uh, Sydney Roosters in the semi and the Knights giving it to the Dragons. Uh, remember, if you you get bonus local delivery on selected Australian-made mattresses when you spend over $999 now at Harvey Norman. Do that before the weekend. That'll be a very good idea. Save you carrying your mattress around yourself. Agreed, yeah. Text what? on the text line? Text on the text line. Well, this is, I mean, this is in reference to the mowers... Mob. Mob. Adam. And I, I, which is Adam. I, which is Adam. Which is Adam. Yourself. So this is not towards me, but never liked the mower mob. To think you can say that the flight mode is so old school, you don't understand that you're a dangerous dude. Yeah. And to say it on air, bleep. It's not safe on certain aircraft. So that's from 846, probably one of the big mower fans. Yeah. Going around, we appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. No, we, all the numbers. It's all about the fans. It's all about you, the fans. We're led. We're a yeah. fan engagement show. Yeah, and I've never been a fan of the Mowers Mob either. So <laughs> Neither have I. All flight So I'm, I'm sitting on the fence. <laughs> we'll be back in the third hour. Tristan Merlihan will join us. Uh, the Wiz, hopefully, will join us as well. And it's nearly time. It's nearly time. Be ready for the sweep. Oi. Bred with over 100 years of innovation, Toro's mowers are ready to charge through any job. Welcome to the Saturday Morning Mowers Club on SEN with Adam Peacock and Nick Davis. Welcome back to the third hour of the Saturday Morning Mowers. Nick Davis, Steve O'Keefe and Gibbo joining you this morning. And we are joined back by popular demand, back by popular demand, former Panther and Eel, 1992 Dalian Player of the Year, Gary Wiz Freeman. Joins us on the line. When he was playing for the what? Roosters. When? It says 92. <laughs> yeah, no, but he's played for the Roosters then. But he's <laughs> no, I said former, former Eel and Panther. Yeah. And he won the no, 
Yeah, who cares? I mean, there's no yeah, punctuation yeah. on here. Wiz yeah. knows who he is. Wiz, good morning. <laughs> <laughs> After that intro, intro, I don't know who I am. Well, I know it's who only I early on the weekend too. Come and ask me on Sunday <laughs> night. We never, neither of us might know who we are. Yeah, well, well, I'll tell you what. I've actually got the two jerseys out already, the Penrith jersey and the Parramatta jersey. So whatever's happening at halftime, lads, whatever's happening at halftime, I'll have that jersey on. And then at the end of the game, I cannot lose. I cannot lose in this grand final. How good, Wiz. How good. Talk to us about the two fan bases. The two fan bases are going to be descending on a core stadium. The Panthers fans and the Eels fans, what are the big differences there? Are they all just the same? Oh, mate, I, I think the passion that both lots of fans have is outstanding. Like I said, I've all, I play for both sides. Uh, the Paris side, they, the Paris supporters, you should say, they don't let uh, an inch go by. They, they, they worry about every single little play. Um, the Panthers uh, are probably a little bit the same. Um, but I've got to say that the, the two years I had at, uh, at Panthers was absolutely fantastic. Um, Their the supporter uh, mechanism up there is terrific, and it's just going to be absolutely chock-a-block. And it couldn't be better, guys, honestly, for these two pl- two sides to play in this grand final. Mm, it's just, agreed. you know, the, well, the Eels haven't won, what, is it 36 years? And then Panthers were there last year, and they have a chance now to go back-to-back. So, you know... I'd love to be in that crowd, um, having a couple of schooners with a person beside me with either a Parrot jersey on or a, or a Penrith jersey because I tell you what, it's just going to be electric, mate. And some of the players that will be on show in this game are just are, are some of the standouts in the NRL throughout the whole season. Now, Gary, you've done everything in the game. You've played uh, NRL. <laughs> you've coached sacks. <laughs> um, daily. I got sacked from everything. <laughs> <laughs> TV. So radio. <laughs> we like to say well-rounded. That's how we like to get our guests yeah. on. Well-rounded yeah, is well a nice versed. way of putting it because they've they've been from the basement in the penthouse. Um, <laughs> as, as a coach, we'll get your coach's perspective. Put your coach's hat yep. on there with your with one of your playing shirts. How how judging or assessing the two coaches? Who do you? What attitude do you prefer? I mean, I'm looking at Brad Arthur. He seems a little bit more intense. You know, Ivan oh. seems a little bit more laid back. What sort of coach were you, and and how would have you treated this week as a coach? Yeah, it, it, mate, that's a that's a great question, mate. I, I think every coach would one love to be in this situation. These two coaches are being uh, that that are in now, and you look at Ivan Cleary, you, you, like you said. I think uh, underneath the the surface, he'd be like a little duck, and his little feet would be like flapping away because he knows <laughs> the pressure's on to go back to back. Well, Brad Arthur has come from the angry side of the Bellamy coaching style where everyone's blowing up and everyone's yelling at each other. Uh, but he's calmed himself down a little bit, I think, Brad. Um, there's been a lot of turmoil uh, throughout this whole week about Nathan Brown coming into the side. Um, but that, that took a big, big step, I believe, from the coach to go, you know what, you haven't played first game for three months. I need someone that's going to be aggressive, who's going to try and... and just live on the line in this game, Nathan Brown, and, and he's selected. So I think from a coach's point of view, when you look at um, Brad Arthur and what he's done, he's got to pick the bloke that he knows he can get the best out of, like, 20, 25 minutes in the game, and uh, he's going to unleash hell, mate. It'll be like watching the Gladiator. The only thing Nathan won't be allowed to do is walk out there with a big sword and start cutting people up. That would be a bad sight, wouldn't it? Just oh, you can call someone out. You, are you not entertained? Yeah, it would be pretty interesting. Well, we're watching highlights of the 86 
final on this. And there would have been at least three or four blokes knocked down. Mate, the, this game has gone for seven hours because every tackle <laughs> someone has had their head. It just gone off. Seven hours and, and six points were scored. Six I think. points. <laughs> 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 Mate, but it, but isn't, it, isn't it interesting, though, when you go back and look at those games, um, the amount of guys in that game, I think you're right. I think there were about three or four that did get knocked out but played on. <laughs> yeah. uh, but, but they are. They are so well looked after now. Um, I just hope that someone, after watching all the games this year and all the all the people that get injured, I hope everyone gets through uninjured. But can you, someone start the medicab up? Just get it out there once <laughs> in a game. Like yes, someone actually get on there, turn the key, make sure the battery's all right, and pick up these four or five hundred thousand dollar players and don't make them walk from one side of the field to the other when they've got a broken ankle or something like that. Oh my so you're God, calling for please. swords in one end, and then the next minute you want someone to get a quicker <laughs> medicab out and, there. Where and, you? And, and, and you've got two jerseys. <laughs> and... <laughs> oh. I'm on fire. I'm you on are on fire. fire. <laughs> yeah. and I want you to cut you out. And I want you to take your coach's hat on and put one of your jerseys on. Yeah, with the seven on the yeah, back. Yeah, yeah. How are you getting yeah. through the first eight to ten minutes of a grand final? You're the halfback at one of these sides. You're the Parramatta halfback. You're Mitch Moses. Uh, how are you? How are you getting your troops? You got the first ten minutes. How do you want to get the first ten minutes done? Uh, kick early. Kick early. Um, I think that's the biggest thing about uh, this game. Don't try and play the whole set out in the first, you know, say four or five sets. Kick it down nice and uh, tight. It, put it into the corners. Uh, give it to Toko. Uh, let him run the ball out because he's not going to run 100 metres. So he's going to always scoot out a dummy half or just take the ball forward and just put some numbers in there uh, and put the pressure on there. And I think for Ivan Cleary, uh, for me, if, if in the first probably you know five to ten minutes of this game, the, the guy that I'm putting under pressure with my kicking game is Wonga Blake. I think that they would have looked at the last game they did play. He dropped three three balls. I think against the Cowboys, he, he actually dropped a sitter. I think that mm. Wonga Blake is a kid that will be under pressure from Ivan Cleary's boot and yeah. Luai. Uh, they won't play on that left-hand edge. And, mate, once he puts that ball in the air, mate, I'm worried. And I'm sitting oh. on the couch with a beer, and I am. <laughs> <laughs> I'm petrified that he's going to knock my beer over. And I'm moving that. I'm moving that beer left to right, left to right. You can't get it down. <laughs> the important job for the wingers, Wiz, is you got to count the tackles. And as Wonga Blake, he's starting to the first oh. set of the game. He's like three. Oh. He's like four. Yeah. Oh, he's like oh, oh. five. It's coming. Yeah. It's coming to me. Oh. I'm telling you, I reckon if I, a, a young Cleary gets within, you know, 50, 40 metres from the try line, that ball's going up, mate, and oh. it's going to come down with ice on it. Um, yeah. And it's only going to be ta- uh, targeted one person. I think that's where they're going to try and, um, you know, create an extra set of six, get themselves on a bit on the front foot. Because uh, why would you go to Sivo? He's been rock solid the whole season. And if he gets the ball and gets rocking, he's like a big steam train, isn't he? Mm. Like he just keeps on going. So, I can't wait for Fisher Harris and Campbell Gillard to go head to head. I reckon that's a. Did you see them the other night? They're even Paulo. They didn't even shake yeah, hands. Yeah, the forwards. All the backs were doing the lovey dovey stuff, yeah. and all, doing high fives and all that sort of carry on. Yeah. And then the forwards just <laughs> got up there and looked at each other and said, "No chance, I'm shaking your hand, brother." Yeah. Like I'm gonna, I'm gonna teach you a lesson. So. I, I can't wait for those four front rowers. Leota's the other co- guy from the Panthers, of course. Um, Martin, I think Martin was a little bit quiet last week. Uh, he, he only played around about 50-odd yeah. minutes. Um, so I expect him to have a really, really big game. But 
Mitch Kenny is the, the surprise pack at the hooker for the Panthers. He's been starting all these games, yep. and Coruscant's been coming mm. off the bench. I, I, I don't know why. No one's written about it. No one's talked about it. But that, to me, is, well, I don't know what's going on there. But when Coruscant comes on, he is so dangerous, mate. And, he, and he, mm. he'll jump out of dummy up. That's the guy that I've really got to watch late in that, in that first half. Uh, Wiz, thoughts on the referee? We're happy with Ashley's, Ashley's uh, client is refereeing the game. Are you happy with that appointment? Um, I, I am. I think he's the best referee in the game. I, I just hope that Ashley takes control of the game and don't listen to the, what the NRL want uh, and not, don't send three, three, four, five players to the bin. It would just wreck the spectacle, yeah. uh, which we saw a couple of weeks ago. I, I, look, I, I don't think players go out there deliberately. Neil, um, yeah, he hit that guy high and he deliberately went to do that. Yep. Um, but I, I think that if you go through all the players that have played this year and some of the, the, the penalties that have been given, you know, I think Ashley's got to be smart enough to go, you know what, this is a big game. These guys have got to sort the game out themselves. Let it flow, but don't start putting players in the bin. And let's just hope that the bunker, God forbid he's not on the Coronas or something like that <laughs> and uh, they get all the, all the questions right at the same time. Well, I'm with you, mate. I hope we're not talking about the referees or the bunker. But speaking about Coronas, how will you be spending uh, this grand final weekend? The sun's out, mate. It's starting to heat up. What will you be doing <laughs> over the weekend, the long weekend? Well, I was thinking about mowing the lawns, but I'm going to give that the flick. I think I might just go straight to the Corona fridge. <laughs> <laughs> Get the, but it if is. you were mowing the lawns, Wiz, it would be with the Toro, of course, one of our beautiful sponsors here. <laughs> on, the the mowers, on the mowers club. <laughs> Save it for Monday. Save it for Monday. But Are they electric or petrol? Are they electric or petrol? Everything. Everything. I'll take one of each. One of each. And you can put a you can put a jersey on one of each, and you can have a Benrith <laughs> mower, and you can have a Parramatta mower, and you can whichever one wins, you can push that one on Monday. That'd be your good. We just quickly looking forward to the World Cup. The Kiwis have a pretty strong side. Uh, they they have to be confident. Oh, they should be. They're the number one team in in, in the world, you know, and. Uh, and they deserve to be number one. You know, it's taken a lot of time for us to get there, but we've got so many players now we can select from in the NRL, which is so, so good for our game. Um, we, I just hope that then next year the Warriors produce a few more players that can be in this uh, side at the same time. But, you know, it, it's there, there is a heap of players. They're all in form. It just depends, you know, who they pick first uh, in their first game. But I think they'll they'll go close to winning. I think... I, I think uh, the Aussies are on the other side anyway, so it's either going to be Australia, England, or New Zealand playing the, in the final. Oh, that's a big call there, Wiz. I mean, have you had a look at the Samoan squad? What are your thoughts on that? I mean, you were... Yeah, nah. Yeah, nah. Yeah, that's part of the yeah, nah. You don't think they don't have it? Where do you think their weakness is? Half and, half and half in the spine. It's always been a struggle, yep. um, even for Tonga. Um, and, and, you know, you just need someone that can control the footy game. Um I, I don't know if they've got that um, mm. position well. covered as yet. Uh, look, their four packs are fantastic. Mate, I wouldn't like to be playing against these big guys. <laughs> oh. because, play early, oh Wiz. Play God, early. Play early. Give early ball to the outside oh, backs. That's the option for against these big boys. Yeah. Mate, let the ball sing. That's what they used to say when you were scared. Let it sing. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Gary Freeman, thanks for joining us on the oh, Saturday Morning Mowers Club. Enjoy the oh, Corona, boy. Enjoy the Coronas. Enjoy your grand final weekend, and we'll talk to you shortly.
Well, I'm just going to go out and get that push lawn mower. Yeah, absolutely. Get the Toro. On the acreage. Get the Toro going. Yeah, they got the Toro push mower. <laughs> <laughs> Gary Freeman joining us on the Saturday Morning oh. Mowers Club. And mowers, it's time. 0457 736 736. Your name and the golden word, sweep. sweep. The sweep has started. We want it in. 0457 736 736. Your name and the word sweep. You will go into the running. You'll get a player drawn out for the first try scorer. And the Lord will be... He'll stump up too, Hunch. The Lord. You reckon? Yeah. Mm. Well, we've got three people on the sweep, so you might get more than one. <laughs> you might get you more could, than one. You could get the whole back line. 0457 736 736. Your name and the world sweep. We'll be back with the Lord. So Tristan Melhan after the break. Bred with over 100 years of innovation, Toro's mowers are ready to charge through any job. This is the Saturday Morning Mowers Club on SEN with Adam Peacock and Nick Davis. Welcome back to the Saturday Morning Mowers. Nick Davis, Steve O'Keefe, Gibbo is here this morning. Fletch has entered the building. Mm. Good to see him. Good to see big four hours, four hours this afternoon. Four hours this afternoon for the big fella. If you, if you got anything, anything or nothing to do this afternoon, tune in because the next four hours are going to be just as good as these first three hours this morning. It's going to get even better now. We need to keep calling out for the sweep. We've got plenty. We've got both back lines pretty much filled. We've got a few here, so keep your name coming through here. 0457 736 736. Your name and sweep. To enter the first try, score a sweep, Tristan will stump up some cash there. You sweep with that, Trist? <laughs> Absolutely. You just do, do with my money what you like, Nick. There's no yeah. problems at all. Said, so. You're going to love these Ash and I, then. Ash and I, there's <laughs> so, we've got so much in common. Neither of, neither of us answer your phone calls and both of us spend your cash frivolously. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Hit the nail on the head. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. We spoke about it earlier on the show, but let's go through uh, maybe not all of the 300 markets for the NRL Grand Final that you've got at topsport.com.au, but let's go through the main ones head-to-head. Uh, -head. Yeah, well, the boys actually got 404 up now. So oh. got an extra 20 since oh we've been busy. So I don't know what they've done. Yeah, they've been uh, maybe maybe malting something into the sweep potentially, but I'm not 100% sure. But we've got <laughs> the main market is $1.36, the Panthers now, at $3.30 Parramatta. Eight and a half the line, thirty-seven and a half the total points. So the line's very, very low for that total point score, yeah. but there has been some money for the overs. So I don't know. I just get the feeling Penrith might roll late in the game, and there might be a few points late. Where do you think this game will finish, boys? You go, Socky. Well, I, I mean, you look at the past ten years and sort of fourteen, twelve. I mean, there's been a couple of blowouts. Forty to nil is probably the biggest that I can remember, which was oh mm. nine, I think, was Melbourne and Manly during the salary cap issues. But mm -hmm. I think it'll be a tight contest. I don't mind. What's the overs and unders market? Um, sorry, what's the what's the difference, point difference, or the start that Parallel have at halftime? Because I think it'll be pretty tight, yeah. or maybe even okay. Parallel leading into halftime. Yeah. What have you got for me there? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I actually really like that option. So the, the first half line is four and a half. So you can take okay. Parramatta plus four and a half. Okay, but the yeah, one like I've that. been tipping up, which is similar to your thoughts there, Sock, is the Parramatta to be in front at halftime half and Penrith at full time. Yeah which uh, works out at $7. So you've got Ooh. Parramatta first half, Penrith full time. I think that looks a really nice little bet there. Yeah, easy I like money. that. I like that. Yeah, I'm a little bit the same. I think it's going to be tight early. And ben, we had Ben Ross on the show earlier. He thinks if it's wet, that suits Penrith to, to have a blowout. He thinks that um, that could be the go there. Uh, Clive Churchill uh, be heavily uh, favoured in regards to the Penrith team. 
Yeah, very heavily favourite for the Panthers side. Nathan Cleary, the $2.90 favourite. Dylan Edwards been smashed. He's been $11 into seven, the reigning player of the year. Mitch, Mitch Moses is shortest to the Eels, $8.50. Then Sox pick Isaiah Yo at $10 is their fourth on the line of betting. King Gutho, $12. And then Appy, $14. Jerome Luay, 18 And then I just think Philly Army kick our sneaky little play at $26 might not be the worst uh, worst option going around. Yeah, I don't mind that at all. If he, if he scores a couple of tries and he can do some freaky things, Philly Army kick out $26, $26. He could be very good value there at topsport.com.au. Mm. First try scorers? First try scorers, yeah, they're another one in the grand final where the punters love multing in. Don't forget, we've got the same game multi option as well, so you can check that out. Include your first try scorer option where Brian Toto is the favourite at 8.50. Charlie Staines back into the side at 9.50. Isaac Tungo at 11. Mike Acevo, the shortest of the Eels at 12. And then Viliami Kickout, if you think he can dive over. He's actually been the best back. $17 $17 into 15 uh, so he's another one there. Nathan Cleary's been ducking over. Actually a good option for a last try score. He's got a lot of the tries late when the game really opens up. He's 16 to score the last try. Nathan Cleary. Oh, I don't mind that. What about, have you got a market for Wonga Blake and uh, how many bombs he could potentially drop? <laughs> Unfortunately, the uh, the keyboard <laughs> freezes once we get the triple figures. So we, uh, we haven't got the market. So up the Melbourne yet. Cup, you can't have you can't have uh, <laughs> you can't have emergencies because you can't get twenty four on the tab sheet. So um, it's uh, it's important there. But um, any other markets there that you've seen out of the four hundred that catch your eye at topsport.com.au? Yeah, we've got the uh, the player performance market, yep. which is a really good one. So basically, that's a unique market. It's a bit like for all the fantasy football fans out there. Our super coach is finished for the season, but we have a market for. Wow, I didn't realise we were this many. We got one for virtually every player in the game, <laughs> um, where we, we we set the line, and uh, basically for every player you get one point for every tackle they make, four points for every point they score, ten points for every try assist, five points for every line break, and point one for every meter they run. It's all the rules are on the side, yep. but we have a lineup for every player. So Nathan Cleary's is seventy five and a half, a dollar ninety. Take your pick. Sean Lane, I think he's going to have a big game. That's forty nine yeah, and a half. Okay. So if you want to involve pick out a few players, yeah. do you have any points for an offload? And, uh, Offload, uh, no, the offloads aren't included. There's just okay. the five metrics, tackles, yeah. line breaks, try assists, and run meters. So, yeah. Um, yeah, it's a good little market there. But just check it out on the website. Have a look on the topsport.com website, and you can see all the different metrics and pick your player. And, uh, and uh, yeah, it, it gets a bit of action on, on these big games. The game beforehand, the NRLW grand final, we have Newcastle Knights taking on the Parramatta Reels there. Yeah, that's the uh, the Knights have improved dramatically since Millie Boyle has joined the team. Mm. They're a dollar forty favourites. Parramatta Eels two ninety and seven and a half is the line. It's been one way traffic for the Knights in that match, thirty six flat. So historically, the uh, the ladies' games are a bit lower scoring, but uh, this game the the line is almost the same as the men's match. So expecting uh, plenty of points in this game. The uh, the first try scorer market is yep. a good one as well, where. Parkey is the $9.50 favourite, along with Takarangi at $9.50. Tamika Upton at $13. Uh, the shortest of the Eels is Tohu Hiku at $14. And down there, Millie Boyle at 22 if she can uh, she can score the first try. That will do us for our rugby league. We've also, whilst the uh, grand final is on this weekend, it's a big day of racing. Uh, we've got Ooh, racing yeah. at Flemington and Royal Randwick today. Let's start at Royal Randwick uh, in the Epsom Day. Yeah, it's a massive day there at Royal Randwick. We've got the Epson, where top ranked has been six dollars into four twenty. Ice bath four fifty into three seventy, but Hinge has been the really big go. It's into three seventy from a high of six dollars. Got to remember, all these horses are live today because Adam's not around to give me his argument. <laughs> scratching, so that's a good result. 
<laughs> and the Metropolitan um, Durston is the favourite. It's been three dollars eighty into three forty. I think this race is going to see a, a bit of value. I, I, I'm opposed. We're opposing the the favourite here in the office. I like a horse, Mankayan number five. It's been twenties into tens mm-hmm. and a Rappahoe seventeen dollars into twelve. I just think this race looks a real wide open affair and look for a bit of value in your exotics. And at the bottom one, Hammerin's been absolutely smashed, fifty to one into fourteen. There you go, Sock. That's your... Yeah, I've, Socky I'm, was asking I'm, I'm about quaddies. That's your, that's your field leg. scribbling away That's your field here. leg for the quaddie. We're talking um, about some quaddies there. Before the, the Dali, the flight stakes. Uh, Tris, another one of the group ones there. Uh, Fireburn be favourite in that? Yeah, Fireburn. And the wetter it gets. Monitor how the track's playing, because if it's playing like a bog and it, it's, uh, it's difficult to get through the ground, Fireburn is going to be very, very hard to beat. It's had two runs this prep, run fifth in both of them, but it's run last week or last start was outstanding. It's been $3 into two forty. She's extreme, 7.50 to 5. Now, the biggest go I've seen for a long time was a fortnight ago, Zoo Gotcha, um, and it was absolutely mm. smashed, which probably caused it to open a little bit shorter than it needed to this week. Uh, it's $3 out to 3.90. So monitor that. If it's got a bit of upside, um, you never know what can happen there. But really good day of racing at uh, at Randwick. And then we go to Flemington, where the Turnbull Stakes uh, that take centre stage, um, where uh, the... Number twelve is the gold trip has been best backed. It's four dollars into three seventy. I don't mind Young Werther though. It's been fourteen into nine fifty. It was touted as the next uh, superstar of the spring last year, and then it got a couple of little niggles. It's had one run back, ran fourth, and it's been backed here, which gives me a bit of confidence that the stable think it's back to where it was last year. So at nine fifty, if it is where it is, then I think it represents a bit of value. And Trent's Chippy's just rolled it over onto the um, onto the desk here. Um, this batting style reminds me a little bit of you back in the heyday, Sock Duel, Simon Duel, number eight, race five, number eight. It's been well back, ten dollars into five dollars fifty. I think uh, I think it is worth a little each way play. Five fifty sounds like my batting average there. Five point five. Um, do you have a uh, a jockey's challenge? Jamie Carr's been riding unbelievably the last month. Have we got a market for that? We absolutely do. We got not not only do we have the winning jockey challenge, we got the Quinella, the exact winning score in the exacto. We go to town on all of the other uh, jockey challenge markets and Jamie Carr at Flemington is the dollar ninety five favourite. Damien Lane four dollars and Craig Williams four forty. So it certainly looks a race in three there. And we actually offer these markets in between every race. So if she happened to not ride the first winner, she might drift out a little bit. So keep an eye on the website because there's there's plenty of options there for jockey challenge punters. Another race there at Flemington, the Bart Cummings. It's the win and you're into the Melbourne Cup. Uh, some be some Melbourne Cup hopefuls. And if you like a horse in this race, you think it can uh, can win here, you might want to invest early in the Melbourne Cup as well. Yeah, I'll try to get this race out of my memory bank because Grim and Rock <laughs> I landed mate, it three I know. for a couple of seconds. So thanks for bringing That's this just me up. getting but, you uh, back. You're right. It is a massive race. And as Dickie says, make sure you check out that Melbourne Cup market because if you win this, you're in. And Vow and Declare, it's $12 into seven fifty. It's been very well backed. Desert Icon, $6 into five. But Interpretation is the clear favourite. It's been $5 into three eighty. Should be a really good race. The track's a good four there at Melbourne. So we should get a really good day of racing uh, at Flemington. Now, on the Saturday Morning Mowers Club, it's time for Nick's Stupid Multi. What are you, stupid? What's the matter with you? Are you stupid or something? I'm as stupid as a stupid does. Are you crazy or just plain stupid? Are you stupid or something? Stupid as a stupid does, sir. That's one of the great things. It's, it's very good, Gimo. It is very good. Yeah. And it's a, it's a timely reminder of my stupidity. And sometimes the stupidity in the multi uh, is hidden and we're not sure where it is. But this week, it just smacks you right in the face where I tell you what my last team is here. But I'm going to go to the NFL. I'm going to go week four in the NFL. There's a few games here 
that I like. Uh, I like the outside. I like the Ravens, Trist. I, I think the the Ravens, I tipped uh, Lamar Jackson as the MVP of the league and now moving the chain into NFL podcast, uh, and he's started the season really well. So I like the Baltimore Ravens against the Bills. Uh, they'll be uh, they'll be outsiders in that game. Uh, also on moving the chains this week, I think we ticked the Bucks, and I reckon that there's been a bit of money for the Bucks against the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, hopefully not down there in the hurricane this weekend, but uh, a few big ins for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers this week. So I like them. And Tristan, here's where the stupidity comes, my friend. I am going to take my team, the 0-3 Raiders, to beat the Denver Broncos and get rid of the O. The O's got to go this week for the Raiders, and I want the Raiders to beat the Denver Broncos head-to-head. So those three, please. The Baltimore Ravens, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and the Las Vegas Raiders, please. Well, I'll read it back in the order. I entered them into the system because I entered Las Vegas Raiders as the first option. I knew there was never going to be any doubt. Very, very confident in the uh, the couple little skerricks of opportunity yes. I've had to chat to you during the week. They're a dollar sixty nine. Denver, despite being two and one, I don't think they've been that convincing. So, dollar sixty nine about the Raiders. And despite them being up and three, they've lost all three games by less than a touchdown. So, certainly a chance to bounce back. Baltimore, I think a good value as well. Two dollars twenty nine. Buffalo went down last week, and Baltimore at home. I think are uh, certainly a side that's going to be contenders late in the season. And Tampa Bay, as you say, plenty of ins there against Kansas. Their defence looks really good. Dollar eighty-eight. So that multi works out at seven dollars twenty-seven. Apart from the other uh, Raiders option, it doesn't look that stupid <laughs> this, at all. Yeah, the, stupi- the stupidity is absolutely there for me, but that's fine. Sock, what do you got this week? Um, oh, I mean, it's get been the tough com- because the there's been so ready, much Tris. to punt on. I'm actually, ready. you know, there's so much choice. You freeze because you don't know what to do. You can't make a decision because you've got too much. So I'm going to. I'm going to go a little bit left field and stick with the Melton Trotters um, as my <laughs> stupidity of the evenings. Given it's a big weekend of football, uh, both women's and men's and a big racing day, I'm going to stick with the Melton Harnesses. So bear with me here. Race one, number six, Beyond Delight for a place. <laughs> <laughs> Into race two, number three, in Cypher for a win. Race three, number five, Amora Vitae for a win as well. Moving on to race four, <laughs> number 12, Catch a Wave for a place. And finally, uh, this is what I think of both you blokes, or all you blokes in this place, Captain Ravishing, number 12, <laughs> into a win. So five, five leg all up. What have you got for me there? <laughs> sounds like it sounds like a meat raffle. <laughs> waiting for this system to catch up. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget about the um, Melton Trotter. Well, we've Thanks. got Melton Trots, and actually, uh, right about an hour ago, we uh, we just finalised the, the October charity challenge for the Trots. So there might be a few people listening that are in. There's a total of 60 entries, 16,000 raised, and uh, all the proceeds going to charity. So... I reckon a few of uh, the punters might be listening to you, Sock, and okay. dive into a few of these hot tips. So, Melton, race one, number six, the place, beyond delight. Race two, number three, in Cypher. Race three, number five, Amore Vita. And then Captain Ravishing and Catch Away works out at $11.29. So, I'll pop that on as the bonus bet. Five-leg multi. So, right. it's obviously easy to get one or two legs, and uh, we'll, have, we'll have a crack at five. Yeah, why not? <laughs> why not? Yeah, yeah, it's hard yeah, enough to back a winner. Yeah, Let's go with five. Yeah. But, Let's uh, be remembered. Well done, Sock. Uh, Lord, good luck for the weekend. Yeah, I know you're 
Good luck no, with your top sport hat on and also your Panthers jersey. Good luck mm. for the weekend, mate. Uh, and anyone out there that wants to get involved in over 400 markets for the NRL Grand Final, go to topsport.com.au, home of the Top Sport betting multi. Download the Top Sport app today and gamble responsibly. You can call 1-800-858-858. Lord, good luck. I'll talk to you after the game. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, boys. Or, or during it if you're getting back. <laughs> I'll be talking to you after. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'll talk to you after. Tristan Millham for topsport.com. Last calls for the sweep, 0457 736 736. We'll be doing the sweep right after the break. Get your call, uh, get your text in just with your name and sweep, and we'll be back after the break. They certainly would be, and I would not be missing this show. Uh, the boys are warming up out the front there, and by warming up, I mean they are warming up. But uh, <laughs> also remember, NRL NRLW Grand Final is on Sunday, thanks to Harmy Norman with the kickoff at 4 p.m. Power take on Newcastle tomorrow in that game. Big raps on the 17-year-old halfback Jess Southall from the Knights. She uh, featured very heavily in the uh, in the Dally M's, winning the Rookie of the Year in the NRLW. And Para are also sweating on the fitness of their captain, uh, Tiana Penitani, um, and she's battling a quad injury. So uh, some big uh, news to come there. Hopefully she'll be right to go for that grand final. Remember, you get free bonus. Uh, you get bonus local delivery on selected Australian-made mattresses when you spend over $999 at Harvey Norman. Fletch, if you need a new mattress, you might be in the market for a new mattress. Get yourself to Harvey Norman. You'll get free local delivery there. Few texts on the text line, boys. If I have to ride Milton Trots to get me out of a hole this weekend, kill me now, uh, Fitzy. Yeah, hey, yeah. any price and anywhere a winner, it's Fitzy. It's all about picking winners. It's all about yeah. picking winners at topsport.com.au. As long as you're doing it responsibly, of course. Sweep. Have we got have we got correct weight, Gibbo, on the sweep? I think we might have. Yeah, no, we this got, is a word record. We've, we've got, got we've um, made it to thirty four listeners. I don't believe it. Should we do the NRLW and the state championship <laughs> as well? Because I look, I've got about a hundred. We, we can have Sydney United 50. and Macarthur <laughs> FC in the state. <laughs> we've got. So it. look, I've got it all here, boys. But I, I've been trying to find some scissors, which I haven't actually found. <laughs> so what? I, I'm just still in the midst of putting all the names into a hat. So if you'd like, maybe. What are your thoughts on the rugby league grand final? Rugby league grand final. I've already given my thoughts. I want, I want Sock's thoughts on, uh, and probably one of the great, one of the great things about cricket, and mm. and one of the things, and and you get quarter time, half time at, at Aussie Rules, and it's pretty, it's pretty standard with what you go to. You just come in, you get a drink out, you get a swig out of the the Powerade oh, bottle, yeah. the Gatorade bottle. It, yeah. It's pretty standard. standard There's not yeah, much yeah. going on there, but lunch and tea, tea. at cricket. Yeah. Are there it any? It's not rare to think you have a sport where you sit down and have a proper meal, <laughs> and then lunch and, and then tea. tea. In Lunch and tea. Sounds bizarre. If anyone who was out there inventing the game of cricket, potentially the test, more importantly, the test match method, you'd be mm. like, this is a joke. Five days, no result. You sit down for a lunch meal <laughs> and you sit down for tea as well. But in saying that, there it's are some your great, best tea. Best tea. Uh, Adelaide, domestically, Adelaide Oval has yeah. the plum chicken. Doesn't change oh. every day. For, and it's like a crumb chicken yeah. snitty in this beautiful plum sauce. Um, so that was probably the most enjoyable. And then you'd head over to Lords and they had like a full on, uh, chef and you could pick from, a probably four or five different ones. No that way. was probably, uh, that was probably the best lunch that you'd have around the countries. And they mean a lot, particularly my first experience over in England, I was carrying the drinks and mixing the hydrolite. So lunch is what you, <laughs> you, is the, what you live the first for. thing you do is it's go get the for. menu and. Do you have to wait and load up? If you're if you're twelfth man, yeah, that's that's you, you got to be. It's the unwritten law. You go last. Law. You got to go last. Um, but generally, you're throwing balls. But you can come in after the lunch break and go and do and it. And you just you just clean up the leftovers because twelfth man used to be a one 
position job, yeah. you know. But now 12th man, he's sort of like, you take a 20-man squad yeah. over, and there's well, eight blokes on the pine. And But you've got drinks coming out all the time. Yeah, you, Steve Smith wants a new set of gloves after greatest, every over. It's the greatest viewing room of all time, being on the test tour. My debut, when I went over, I didn't play a test, but I went over when Steve Smith and uh, Tim Payne debuted in 2010 yep. against Pakistan. My debut game was against Pakistan. Um and funnily enough, two of those blokes who I knocked over in my debut because it took three for uh, spent six months in jail for match fixing. So I know. <laughs> I'm the only bloke. I'm the only bloke salmon, but genuinely, my first ever wicket got done for match fixing about a month later. You got so, an asterisk over you. How many no, tests? How many test wickets have you got? Oh no, it doesn't matter. With the it's asterisk, irrelevant. It's irrelevant. <laughs> three, minus three. So I've got. Uh, yeah, so it was a great debut. Great start for me against Pakistan. Cheers for that, boys. Um, uh, be well remembered playing Pakistan in the UK. There you go. So Lords, if you're ever over there, get, get to sneak up there and start name dropping your four and a quarter. You might get four yourself wicket, into the lunchroom. Four wickets in a session. Yeah, maybe that might work. Is that to get similar? You, get you How many nice... times you've had four wickets in a session? Oh, Plenty. Yeah. Plenty. Like too many to count. Too many. To My count. job, as we were talking about before, was just to rest the bowlers. <laughs> I was like a travelling pony for the team, essentially. They'd just sit you know, there against the big quicks, Hazelwood, Cummins and Stark. Were you to make sure that the team didn't get fined. Them, didn't get fined and the captain didn't have to miss yeah. a game for a slow over rate. Oh, uh, yeah. You're yeah. like, oh, mate, the captain, he just keeps throwing me the ball. He thinks yeah. I'm going to do make a yeah. difference. He just um, wants you to get through overs quick. So bluffed it for 12 years. Hey. And then the team ended up here, right? Hey. Started from the bottom, now I'm still here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's been Drake. a pleasure with you, right? Mate. Right, <laughs> Drake. Yeah. right, And we laughed about it last week. I get to the end of every AFL final series, and as long as no one's kicked four goals in a quarter, yeah, you can I'm job. relevant again for another 12 yeah, months. Good to I go sign off on my SEN contracts. Yeah, and yeah. Another 12 months, I'm still relevant. I'm still yeah. unique. I'm still niche. Absolutely. Until someone kicks four goals in a quarter, mm. and then I just. You might have to look at that just... coaching strategy, though, for the, the female Swans team. Showing them the replays of that final yeah. quarter isn't doing them any it's good. It's not working. They're not kicking, <laughs> it's not working. It's not kicking goals. They've got to defend. Here's yeah. one on the text line. Hey, Sock, did anyone have a dart for <laughs> during the lunch yeah, or the tea oh, break? Yeah, a big darter. Um, not anymore, thank, thank heavens. But, uh, yeah, you'd say there would have been a, a couple, and I won't name names, but there was, it was. It's, it's out now. It's, I mean, yeah. it's not. Yeah, we know enough. It's 2022, 2022, isn't it? And we know that smoking kills you. So, But I think back in the day particularly, um, I mean, they talk about World Series cricket. They used to have a beer at lunch, some of the yeah. players, you know, and, and infamously. You, you talk about punning, you know, Rod Marsh betting on the Poms at 501 to beat the Aussies in the same game that he was playing, and he had a bet on that. <laughs> At 500 to 1, <laughs> famous when, infamously, when both How many, both how many buys were there? Oh, yeah. They won, a, won an absolute packet. Um, but, yeah, there was some darting. Maybe not so much these days. Speaking of people living off one memory, another man's just walked into the uh, – he's got a lot more memories than just one, Scott Sattler. Mm. We might get him in later on if we've got a little bit of time. And, and just grill him on the kick chase. The fact that he's remembered for one of the greatest tackles in the history of the National Rugby League. Grand mm. final hero. Mm. But no one talks about it. And Joel might talk about it in the next four hours because they need a lot to talk about. Mm. The poor kick chase. It was, yeah. It was a horrific kick chase. Probably the most overrated kick chase. They can't hear us out there, can they? Yeah. Okay. No, nah, they, they pretended that. So I'd be more worried about what Sats is doing now. He's debt collector and private investigator. I reckon I've yeah. spoken to him on the phone with a few <laughs> bad dodgy loans. I go, is that you, Sats? He's too nice. <laughs> he's the nicest <laughs> man ever. He's too yeah. nice to be a debt collector, isn't he? Oh, I don't know. If I got the knock on the door and he was out the front, I'd be hiding under I'd the mattress. Hiding under the mattress. Yeah. And you can get a new mattress Not from Fletcher's Harvey. Mattress. You can, you can <laughs> Fletcher's mattress might be out at the council cleanup. Don't worry about that. But he's getting a new mattress. How are you going over there with the scissors? Nathan? Yeah, we got this sweep. Come How's on. How's the sweep? Yeah, boys. No, we're good, lads. We are ready to go. Are we nearly go. good to go? Have we got a team list? Yeah, yep. Yeah. Oh, look. Is that the team list? 
Yep. So what we'll do, we'll draw we'll the names the, we'll out of the, the hat. Uh, the cat in the hat hat. So the we've got our contestants, hat. boys. So look, yep. first pick, Rooster Man. Rooster Man is first pick. Rooster Man, you, you've got Man. Uh, James Fisher-Harris. Oh, James Fisher-Harris. Yeah, that could happen. He could crash over. That's uh, all good. Ash, Ash from Noosa, I believe. Ash from Noosa. Oh, did you scrunch oh, them up a fair bit? We don't need well, we yeah. don't need that. Uh, you've got Regan Campbell-Gillard. Oh, oh so it looks like we're getting the uh, front <laughs> rowers out early. Scored a double last uh, night. Stephen from Cronulla. Stephen from Cronulla and down in, there in God's country. You've got Dylan Edwards. Dylan Edwards. That's not a bad one. It's great radio. Smoky. So you can grab one if you like. Nah, it's yeah, it's mate. Come on. 14 minutes to go, boys. <laughs> Damo. Whoever this is, uh, you've got Ryan Madison. Damo's got Ryan Madison. Uh, Paul from Hurstville. You've got Isaiah Papali'i. Uh, Matt from Forestville. Matt from Forestville. Thank you you have Mitchell Moses. Mitch Moses. Uh, Graham from the Goldie. You've got Scotty Sorensen. Hopefully Scotty there's Sorensen. no tries early unless he starts. Paramat. Let's try and get him a para player, boys. Paramat. Oh, no. He's got J- Jamin. Jamin, Jamin Salmon. Jamin Salmon. Oh, yeah. the weak gutted dog. <laughs> no, you don't say that. That's what Ricky Stewart yeah, said. Right? Allegedly. It's alleged. It's all alleged. Uh, uh, Scott Rigney. Scott, you've got Bailey Simonson. Bailey. Oh, that's a, that's a good bet. Happy with that. Eels Muzz. Eels Muzz. Charlie Staines. Forbes Ooh. Ferrari. David O'Connor. Mitch Kenny. Mitch Kenny will be starting, perhaps. Dave. This is great radio. Great radio. That's all right. Well, have you been listening to the last two hours? <laughs> yeah. uh, Dave. Dave's next one. He's got Reed Marnie. Oh, he could, cross, Marnie. He could yeah. crash over. Uh, Marty from Bondi. Marty, you've got Viliama Kickout. Oh, there's a good one. Matt from da- uh, Matt Dayhew. Will Matt Pe- Damon. <laughs> Matt Damon has Will Penasini. Will Penasini. Scored first try, scored the last two weeks, I believe. Mm. Richard of Cremorne. Richard, hang on, Richard, you've got Junior Ballo. Junior, okay, Mark from Port Kembla. We need to probably speed this up. Yeah, I'm trying. Sean Lane. <laughs> yeah, Sean, Sean Lane. Sean Lane, Hercules. You're the goose that scrunched these up. He's what are you scrunching up like we're going kind to of deliberately pick a name <laughs> Go on, now. who's next? Oh, uh, yeah, Hercules. Nathan Brown. Nathan Brown. Uh, Kyle. Isaac Tago. Tago. Righty. Micah Sivo. Oh, there you go. There's a ticket. All right, we're on to the home stretch. Jaden. Isaiah. Yo. Curtis. Stephen Crichton. Uh, Josh. Nick Marata. Niacore. Zach. Zach, you've got Spencer. Linu. Darcy. Jerome Luai. Uh, MQ. Wanga Blake. Uh, Sharpie. Sharpie has Dylan Brown. Getting to the end here. Uh, Tom V. Moses Leota. Uh, Rob from Rob. Appy Coruscant. Uh, Jan. Jan. As Jake Arthur. Uh, David. David, you've got Nathan Cleary. Matty. There's only two left. We've got Liam Martin. Uh, we got, I've got two here. Okay. Yeah, Martin. Liam Martin. Yep. Then Gary. Uh, Oregon Kafusi. Got two left? Yep. Dom. Brian To'o. And Alex. Alex, you've got Clint Gutherson. Oh, no worries. Well, there you go, boys. There you go. The sweep is good to go. Numbers are in. (laughs) Numbers are in. (laughs) 
That's yeah. Can we go to a break there? I need to take a deep breath. Thirty-four listeners. We're off to a break. We'll be back with more. Bred with over one hundred years of innovation, Toro's mowers are ready to charge through any job. This is the Saturday Morning Mowers Club on SEN with Adam Peacock and Nick Davis. Welcome back to wrap up the show. The sweep is done. Good luck there. Thanks to topsport.com.au. You're in the running for $200 if your player crosses the line first. This weekend, we've still got plenty to come up. AFLW, Bing Lee, proud sponsors of the AFLW Swans and supporter of women in sport. Bing Lee, better living every day. Looking forward to the Swans AFLW game on Sunday as well as the NRL Grand Final. Sock, what are your plans for the rest of the weekend? Uh, look, we're going to go out to the final on Sunday. Yep. Doing the one, two, three show out there. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't – As I think I watch the final from home though. So okay. I'm going to go out there, do the show and probably come home. I like watching it from the couch at home. So if you want a ticket, Sock will swap you. T- <laughs> I've got a media pass if you can, <laughs> if you can pull off if this you look like reflex. Sock. Yeah. God help you for that. But if, um, yeah, there'll be a free pass. Maybe you can SMS, SMS in on uh, 0457 736 736. Go on a sweep to win Socks Media Pass. <laughs> Do as you please. Sorry, you did it. Gimbo, you off to uh, bat. Are you going to battle the uh, the meat trays again tonight? Yeah, meat trays next Friday will be there. And I did buy tickets, by the way, to MQ, texted in. But I like Sock watching it at home. Mm. Pub, you know, spend most of the time at the bar or in the uh, toilets and, you know, yeah. What are you, you going to be up what, to there? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are you spending heaps yeah, of time? Yeah, oh, I've got a weak bladder. I've got a weak bladder. I've yeah, yeah. drunk heaps of water. Yeah. Uh, thanks for joining us on the Saturday Morning Mowers Club. Oh, brought to you by Toro and topsport.com too. And tragedy this week. Shout out to Coolio. Shout out to Coolio. Speaking yeah. of toilets, found daddy one. Yeah, no joy. That's what you do in toilets. Enjoy your weekend. <laughs> The situation they got me facing. I can't live a normal life. I was raised by the shit, so I gotta be there with the hood team. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.